host, Tyshawn Jackson, here with another episode of my co-host, Ryan Ketchins. You know, th- this one's going to be tricky for me, man, because, uh, you know, I'm I'm real big on healthy relationships. Yeah. So I think this is a sensitive topic for me. This is a sensitive topic for a lot of people here. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, when we bring the attorneys on, people can get nervous because they can feel like, oh, no, it's about to get a little doom and gloom in the building. But you got to know the game, people. And y'all saw it because we brought two beautiful divorce attorneys to come in here and lace our single ladies. We brought lead attorney in about two weeks ago and the lady said, hey, look, we want something special for us. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have done it. And let me show you who we doing it with. Because over here to my left, we are bringing a frequent flyer of the platform. Her third time here on Harley Initiated's platform, it is Brittany, the breakup lawyer herself, Atlanta's favorite divorce attorney. Welcome to Harley Initiated. Thank you guys for bringing me back. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you. How you feeling? I feel good. 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 It's beautiful in Atlanta today. It's a little cold, but you know. Yeah. It's fine. And this is your city here. So I got to make sure I bring you up on here. Thank you. So we could chop it up. (laughs) And, um, you know, I actually I actually phoned a friend. You know, I called in some help for this one because, Brittany, I know you can hold it down, Mm -hmm. but we're going to have a little bit of different perspective today because this is your first time seeing this young lady's face here. And this young lady here, for those of you who don't know, I've prepared something here for you guys because Sahara has represented clients in all aspects, just so you guys know, of relationships. All right, so we talking divorce, custody disputes, property division, maintenance and alimony, child support. So we can really take it there today. We in here rocking with Sahara Bell. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. I'm happy to be here. And you're practicing in Atlanta as well as in, is it Chicago? Correct. Chicago or just area. Illinois? Yeah, I was anywhere in Illinois, but my main area is Chicago. Shot Town, stand up in the building. So y'all seen it. Look, we're gonna we're gonna talk some game today. Ryan, let's go ahead and tell the people what we got coming up so we can go ahead and get to it. So, guys, so remember I told y'all a few days ago, this is the last Sunday that we actually gonna be shooting live. Yes. Outside of that, we're sticking to Mondays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. And the thing is, the channel is growing so much both online and offline. And me and Tyshawn really, really gotta get things well managed and taken care of and only because the key for us is to make sure that we are delivering exactly what you guys want and we're gonna be able to do that by going down to two shows and then working on all those good things that you guys like so much yeah absolutely and um i mean we can't really start the show without bigging up the episode sponsor so can we please go ahead And show some love here to our sponsor here so this of this episode. I want to pull up these photos because the photos have been going crazy. Like, so first off, people sending us photos. I think some of y'all forgot to actually send us a picture of the yes. cards <laughs> with the photo. So we're getting a lot of photos of y'all. But look at these. These are my beautiful ladies with these cards. Yeah, yeah. The thing about it, the cards work too, by the way, because I, I had the email. I got to uh, pull up this email during the show. But we had a, a long email about the kind of impact that this one card deck has had on an entire family. Wow. So she emailed us. She told us about uh, using the cards not only with her spouse, but also she gave the her sons, her two sons, the cards to use. I remember that. Yeah, they trying to get their hand in, they in, and, you know, trying to get a little smooth. So the sons have been using the cards, the husband and wife have been using the cards, and everybody is learning. So Because I think she said that her son is actually an introvert. 
yeah. and doesn't really Huge. talk much with women. Huge even, even, I think she said he was a virgin yeah. at, at the age of 34. It was. Was it? Oh, wow. I'm I'm almost positive that's let what, me, what it let, said. Let me let me let me find out. We're email. gonna have to get that because <laughs> have to get that. it was a powerful email. Actually, yeah, yeah let's let's read and that for the people. We're gonna, gonna keep it completely anonymous, but I'm we gonna are. find it and then we we gonna kind of talk about it a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So go ahead. You can go ahead in the description. We can also include it in the chat. You can go ahead and cop your hardly in love dating deck. Must have for the home, for the crib. And now let's actually talk to you ladies, okay? Because I want I want to start here. Because I can imagine when I'm thinking of a an attorney, I'm thinking about somebody who sees just some of the ugliest sides of relationships mm-hmm. over and over every single day. Mm-hmm. We did a whole episode on the state of relationships with Dr. Umar. I'm not sure if you, uh, any of you guys saw it, but just in general, because I think you guys have a unique perspective. Where do you feel we are? Just the overall state of relationships. Brittany, we're going to start with you, but where do you feel we are right now? Um, in relationships? Um, I think I've echoed this a couple of times that I think that relationships are in a different and unique place these days with the impact that social media and um, access has or the, the idea that you have access to something better and what that has on, you know, your psyche and dealing in a relationship. I feel like if you think you can get on Tinder or Bumble or uh, what was the other like Hinge. 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 There yeah. you go. I was about to say Plenty of Fish. Is that a thing? That's <laughs> one too. I don't know. That's ratchet. Y'all better not be on that. Back in the day when it first started, right? But plenty if you know, fish. if you can get on the internet and have access to different men and women, or shoot Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. LinkedIn. I've had hello. How many people yeah. slide in my DM on LinkedIn wow. and just get a date or think that there's a 50 50 chance that this person may respond. I think it makes people look at their relationships with this glass half empty rather than glass half full Mm. perspective. Right. Mm. You look at the flaws in your partner more than you do what makes them a good partner because you think that the grass is going to be greener Mm -hmm. and that I can just go get another one. I know I've said that a million times and that's not actually the case. Wow. Uh, what's your thoughts? Well, I think just along the lines of social media, it's a lot of comparison. So you have this compare compare thing. You see, you know, celebrities and how they, you know, cater with gifts and all of these things. And then you look at your spouse and you're like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's my things? Where's mm. my Lambo? When you're not in the same bracket. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have this false sense of reality because some of those things are not real either. Right. Mm. Of what they're dealing with. And you don't know what they're dealing with when they go home. But I think it's a constant comparison um, of what we see on now, not even television, but like Brittany was saying, social media, Instagram, Facebook. Um, And then it's just gotten easier. Um, I think it's people think it's easier to, um, you know, get the divorce and all of those things versus kind of pushing forward with the marriage. They're just like, well, I'm I'm done and I'm over until you kind of probably sit in our office and see (laughs) the stages that you have to take to get there. Mm. Um, But I think those are the where we are right now yeah and to to your point sahara i think what we this idea that like the city girl city boy you know what Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. i don't even think we really talk about that as much in the end girl girl hot girl (laughs) summer and red pill man Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean the effect that that has on 
the way that men and women even interact with one another at the very beginning, yeah. right? It's not even the relationship stage yet. Just you got to cash at me in order to get my yeah. number or Insane. you got to have, you. what do you bring to the table, which is what the men say, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that conversation stops people before they even get started yeah. because we're in this mindset that social media creates and music and things yeah. like that that kind of stops people very early on in the game and keeps people from being able to be realistic. Realistically, a man is not going to just drop $50,000 on him to, to get your number. Yeah. That's just not realistic. Mm -hmm. But you mm -hmm. know, that's that's what the internet says. Seems so. to be the expectation. Yeah, especially, yeah. especially <laughs> online. It is. it is. So with that in mind, ladies, do you think, and then we'll start with Brittany first, do you think that marriage should still be the ultimate goal for a relationship? Every time I answer this question, it's the same. <laughs> it depends on who you are. In my opinion, if you plan on as a woman being with a man for more than two to three years and having his children, you absolutely need to be trying to get married. It doesn't mm. make sense to not be married. Mm -hmm. Okay. No so wait, if you are a woman who plans on having two or more, one, one or more kids, or any, more children, any amount of kids, any amount of children with, with a, man. a man, and you plan on at any point living with this man. Saving money with this man, putting your name on a house, anything that has any level of permanency, you need to be married. Got it. Especially if you end up being a stay-at-home mother or stay-at-home partner. If you're a stay-at-home partner and not a stay-at-home wife, that's that's hustling backwards. Mm, it is. You know, it's interesting. Wait, wait, say, say that again. If, if you a stay-at-home partner but not married? a stay-at-home wife, you're hustling backwards. Mm. And partner's even confusing. It was just saying that, right? It's just you live in, right? It's it, that's exactly what partner, it is. A living girlfriend. What's the point in that? There's no, I can't protect you. If you're a living girlfriend and you've been with this man for ten years and you've got three kids and he's taking care of every single bill that you've had for the past ten years and you get a divorce, excuse me, y'all break up. I can't get you anything with child support, but the child support. And I can't get you not, anything but child yeah. support. And oh, that's it. Okay, so that's the end of the road. Just that's it. Okay, so I don't no care alimony, you, no spouse. You don't get any nothing. alimony. You don't get any equity out of the house. You don't get any of the 401k. You don't get any of the life insurance. You don't get anything. Oh, so this is a good deal for the man. Potentially. So situation. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, you know what? I don't I think I think it's it's false there too. Because the woman has a lot more leverage. You haven't done what you're supposed to do to establish your rights as a father Correct. and your partner. The woman has a lot of leverage. She can move around however she wants and you're chasing her yeah. to figure it out, to get your rights established, to say, I'm the dad. Because if you go to court, you're like, yeah, 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 I'm the dad. I didn't do any of those, those documents, right? And now I want to stop her from doing this. Well, you don't have a right yet, nope. right? So you, so she, she can get miles away from you. Correct. Mm. And now you're trying to... Right. Yeah, right. You're trying to a different you're state. on the defense now. Yeah. So I mean, even for the men, I think it's um important to have, you know, be wed as well, especially when it comes to your child and those inherent rights. That makes sense. So it's risky wow. on both ends if you kind of just living with your significant other, mm -hmm. babied up, mm -hmm. no documentation in place. Mm -hmm. I think so. Wow. Impotent. So wow. And you know, we talked we kind of talked about that a bit because I, I mean that's what we Referred to culturally as the situationships. I know a few guys too, just a few, a few, few of my friends, they, they got that kind of situation. No kids yet. Okay. No kids yet. But mm -hmm. a few of them, they've been with their woman, I would say six, seven, some of them, a couple of them, 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good for them. Can be. Good for you. Good for you. That's not, not my Keep ministry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to learn to start saying yeah, that. Yeah, I just yeah, saying yeah. what's under my mind. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations. 
<laughs> wow. So that really, if that was your homegirl, uh-huh. you would talk her out of that situation Absolutely. very quickly. Yeah, girl, I would talk we wasting poorly years. to her. I would use yeah, words that are not years. nice because that's not smart. That's not smart. Mm. It's about to get real tonight, y'all. <laughs> I don't know if y'all feeling in the air right now because uh, you know, and, and let's go into it because. We've tweeted, we've had Brittany on the episode before, and we talked about, you know, some of the biggest reasons that people end up in your offices in the first place, mm-hmm. you know, for divorce. Mm-hmm. And that's what this episode is about, because we're going to equip the ladies here. Fellas, yeah, listen, after this episode, you might be, you might want to be careful with this young lady that we're about to equip, because you're about to get laced this episode. <laughs> I can imagine most people that end up in your office is unprepared. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. They didn't plan on being here. And they're really relying on you to put them in the best position at this point. And when I'm thinking about some of the biggest reasons that they might end up in your office in the first place, let's just start there to ease into it. What are some of those top reasons that you typically see people end up in your office? Oh, let's start with me. Yeah, okay. let's let's start with you, Sarah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, you have infidelity. Um, you have financial reasons, meaning they've discovered some accounts or um, bills not paid or, um, you know, they're in a, a terrible situation. You have... Um, you, uh, uh, the infidelity may have caused another child, you know, so that's mm. a lot of reasons. Um, and then you just have distrust. So I have a, a quite a few that say we just grown apart. We got married young. We're older now. We just gone. I grew up. Different that person didn't. Right. Um, and you have that, which I mean, I think for me, just not even on a legal basis can kind of get a little nerve wracking because it's like in any relationship you grow. Right. Exactly. So right. how do you have a guarantee in the in the beginning that you're not going to grow so far that mm-hmm. it's not going to be appealing to me anymore or I can't handle it, um, which I always say it's good to counteract that with check-ins. I think in any relationship, we need to check in. What do you desire now, right, that you may have not desired in the beginning or what is now your goals or what are now some of the things? Because sometimes people have non-negotiables in the very beginning, um, and they and they change um, mm-hmm. later on. I mean, you. I mean, we've even seen... Um, where some people have decided they didn't want to have a child. Now they marry someone mm-hmm. new and, and have a child, mm-hmm. um, you know, or something like that. So I think those things have to be talked about very early on. Um, and you can talk also for days, but I also one good advice that I got in terms of relationship is dating through seasons. Um, so when you're up, when you're down, when you're winning, when you're losing, when you're grieving, um, when you're not, because it won lets me know how I need to be there for you in those situations, right? And if I can, if I'm equipped to handle you when you're in this space, and it also allows you to see how, you know, you need to be there for me in certain situations and if we can cope. So I think that's, now you may not go through all the seasons, but I think there's some character things that you will pick up and see during those times, either how you deal with conflict, you know, or those things. So I think those are um, one of the main things. And I think people deal with those spaces enough time before they marry. And people ignore red flags a lot of times. A lot of times they're sitting before me and everything that they caused them to get divorced, they saw before they said, mm-hmm. I do. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And marriage and doesn't do anything anyway. but amplify issues. It doesn't fix anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of the top reasons that, you know, Sahar comfortable. mentioned was was that, the you same. know, mm-hmm. it was about the same. Mm-hmm. same. Inf- infidelity, yeah. is that's pretty common. Yeah, infidelity, I'll, year by year, I think, between infidelity and finances is yeah. normally the issue. It's not always something that someone is willing to cite in a pleading though, or in a divorce nope. pleading. Right. So oftentimes you'll see people say irreconcilable differences is the reason that they're getting, um, 
divorced, especially in like a fault-based state like Georgia, right? If you're in a state like California that's no fault, then it's irreconcilable differences anyway. It doesn't matter if they cheated or not. But someplace like here, if a person says adultery, it's because they are looking to prove that the adultery caused the separation and the divorce, and they're looking for some sort of compensation for what they've been going through, right? So whether that's an unequal division of the assets when it comes to the sale of a home or more out of that person's savings or their 401k or something like that, those are usually the reasons that that's cited. But other times, it, if when you're dealing with somebody that just wants to walk away, mm -hmm. they'll usually just say irreconcilable differences. We've grown apart and I'm over it. Yeah. Mm. So I, I'll check this out. So th this is accurate what you guys are saying, because I, I pulled this up maybe a few hours ago. It's the top reasons for divorce. Mm -hmm. And this was uh, published by a, a Forbes article. But pretty much it says lack of commitment, infidelity or extramarital affairs, too much conflict, getting married too young, which I really don't understand that one and financial problems. Mm -hmm. But my question is about the what's the difference between infidelity and an extramarital affair? Or is that like they're the same? The same thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're the same thing. And and, and to in contrary in Illinois, I have clients that want to cite everything that's fault based and we're a no fault based state. They're like, mm -hmm. no, I want to prove mm -hmm. <laughs> all these things because and I'm like, well it doesn't matter because actually Illinois, which I why I like Georgia better is misconduct is not um, okay. a factor at all mm -hmm. in division of property and maintenance or anything. So they mm -hmm. don't even look at how you perform. They're like, you got married, you're married until you're not. And this is how we're dealing with it. Right. So, okay. So I'll, the misconduct, right? <laughs> so if I was to cheat on a, a spouse, mm -hmm. okay. And you know, she's trying to prove that I was, uh, is it infidel? Is that the word? Infidelity. In infidelity. And, but I'm like, well, she was, also misconduct she also has some misconduct because she didn't want to have sex with me is, mm -hmm. is that okay. fair like is it fair because because if i cheat because of something somebody else did isn't it mm -hmm. misconduct on on both sides it, yes and no right mm -hmm. legally so let me tell you something about family court <laughs> it's extremely discretional so there are some yeah. judges that i've seen actually where a husband has gotten up there and said i cheated because my wife didn't love me. She didn't show me any affection. She would tell me I was a horrible person. She talked down to me. She called me ugly and this and that. And she didn't want me. And she didn't have sex with me for six years. And then I finally cheated. And I've seen a judge say, well, ma'am, I think I would have cheated too. If it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that, I've that, seen seems, that, that seems fair to me. Yes. So it, it depends on what facts you put in front of a certain yeah. judge right yeah. because there are some judges who are more empathetic and understand relationships especially in Fulton County and like DeKalb County and Gwinnett County those judges are younger we've got judges that are of our generation now they sit on the bench they understand relationships from a completely different aspect than mm. judges who've been sitting on the bench for 20 years and they're old school and they're traditional and they don't care mm -hmm. what the situation was you've been taking care of this woman for 50 years, sir, and you cheating on her. And I don't care if she didn't screw you for six, seven, mm -hmm. 10 years. Mm -hmm. You don't cheat on your wife, right? So it kind of just depends on who you're in front of and what the back pattern looks like. That'll determine what arguments hold more weight than others. So there's some wow. subjectivity. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. All the time. Absolutely. You got to know your audience. Correct. You Every time I, that's audience. the first thing I look at is what, who, what one, one, where am I filing? I always mm -hmm. ask my clients, what, what county are you in? Mm -hmm. And what's the facts of this mm -hmm. case? Because I know it's going to be five different judges I can choose from. If it's Fulton County, it's four different judges I can choose from. And out of those four judges, it's going to be one, two, three, and four. And this fact pattern will work in front of one, two, and three. It won't work mm -hmm. in front of number four, right? Wow. wow. So you kind of think about that. 
and I all the time, and you and you, you probably get get it too, where people are come to you in a consultation, like, well, my friend said, and they did right. this in their case, and they had, right. and I'm like, you have different facts, and you might have a different judge, and I can give you the same facts in front of a different judge and get a different result. <clears throat> Correct. So it is absolute discretionary and all about the facts. So see, cheating and infidelity—that's just a big part of you know why people might end up in your room. I can imagine infidelity to some degree, you know, probably pops up in. Is it safe to say most of you guys cases like some infidelity yeah. may have been involved yes. when you're at the point of divorce? Yes. yes. So I can imagine you guys have seen just so many different angles yes. mm -hmm. of this. When it comes to infidelity, who is probably the person most likely for a husband to potentially cheat with? Is there any patterns that you might see? Here's why I say that. Mm -hmm. We might see online People talk about, oh, no, the damn work, that work husband. We got to, the work wife, the work husband. <laughs> the, 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 Don't the do that. The husband, the trainer. The, the trainer. The, the, the boss. Now, the trainers, they, they get a bad rep. I don't know. So, trainers. I, I, so again, y'all are seeing these cases over and over yeah. in front of you. Have you found any patterns to, like, is there a person probably more likely to be involved with infidelity as it relates to, you know, a man or woman? No, I mean, a cheater is a cheater. Yeah. Is that really what it is, though? No way. Yeah, a cheater is a cheater. Somebody has to be cheating more. Is it a men cheater or women? is a cheater. Men. Oh, well, you know what? Excuse me. <laughs> is that true? Um, hold on, wait, no, hold that's wait. not wrong answer. Men, men <laughs> get caught more, much more. Okay. So okay. if women are cheating, they're then not they're not getting caught. But I, I say men as quickly as I do. One, because it's just been normalized for men to cheat. The, the state, you don't hear the statement, a man is a man. I mean, a woman is a woman, and that's just what they do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Outside of them calling that's women true. crazy. But when it comes to cheating, it's been said that that's just a part of, as to women, mm -hmm. that's a part of being with a man. A man is going to cheat. And I've and I, <laughs> and I found also with men, that it's when the side chick is no longer happy is when they get in front of me because the side chick will will call the wife and explain all the details. And then the wife is devastated. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a couple of those where it's like, she keeps calling my phone, she keeps calling my phone. Well, she doesn't, you know, I guess what you want to say, know her place? <laughs> I don't yeah. know where her place is. Wait, so the, I just want to confirm, the side woman is upset about her role in the relationship mm -hmm. and she calls the wife to assume that she wants to basically be okay yeah. she want the wife out I'm, and she want to be out in the relationship and, and i'm I'm saying like to a degree where you men have gotten so messy well i've had cases where men have been so messy where he who he was cheating on was doing my client's hair for their anniversary was oh doing God. the child's hair came over to do makeup and Damn. she realized oh wait a minute and it was a wrap from there raggedy <laughs> it's just but it's just like come on y'all come on men so is that is that the case? Do most people cheat with somebody this other person probably knows? I I won't say most. Okay. Not necessarily. Just I think cases seen. like that are much more bizarre for me. Oh yeah. You know what I, I mean? It was crazy for me. Yeah, but yeah. I I mean usually they are there. They know their place. They you know maybe it's Monday and Thursday, whatever mm -hmm. the your day is. And I think that happens more with long term cheating. Yeah. When we talk about your infidelity versus an extramarital mm -hmm. affair, right? When we mentioned that earlier. Oh. Okay. Sometimes infidelity can be 
hey, Ryan, me and you hooked up on a Tuesday and that was just that. And maybe we hooked up again a month later and that was just that. But when we're talking about I'm your girlfriend and you're married, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And Got you and it. I travel three times a month mm-hmm. while you're on a work trip and, you know, we have a condo on this side of the city and your house is on that mm-hmm. side of the city. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the difference between and more likely that that type of stuff yeah. is going to happen, right? Because you're building something, right? And you're building a completely different relationship. Yeah. And at some point, a man can't manage and ends up trying to do things that make it easier for him to make those relationships coexist. So is that the typical type of cheating? It's a somebody who has a pretty much another whole relationship. Both. Yeah. Both. I think yeah, the longer so the marriage, the more likely it is that you've had an extramarital affair. Wow. Insane. Extramarital affair. That's the long-term relationship. Yeah. yeah. So how often are you seeing, you know, side chicks pop up in these, you know, mistress. divorce cases? Mistress. It depends on I'm sorry. Mistress. I call a woman. I, I think a mistress is someone that is literally yeah. a whole. It's just this man, his wife, and his mistress. Side chicks, I think, can come a dime and a dozen. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so mistresses are common? Yes. Yes. Wow. Definitely for your long-term relationships. If you've been married 10 years plus, that man is more likely to have a mistress than a number of side chicks. And for, and and these for women, women are aware. They're Absolutely. The side women, the uh, mistress. The side, yeah. How do you hide a 10-year marriage? Mm. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So you see, can. here's the thing. Do, is there like, because I've, I've heard the word, which I thought was a funny word, the manstress. Right. <laughs> so the mistress is the opposite, right? Okay. Where the woman is also having a long-term relationship. Is that uncommon? Like, because obviously women obviously are, you know, they cheat as well, mm-hmm. but is it more often to be a one-off occurrence or, you know, are they likely to have someone that they're also building with on the side as well? I would say most of my cases, and we talked about this last time I was here, most of my cases are, I'm not dealing with men who are divorcing their wives because men don't divorce their wives. Um, and if a man does divorce his wife or he's talking about her infidelities, men most of the time forgive them, right? So I can't really tell you if women are really engaging in the behavior that often simply because men aren't talking about it in the way that women do. Like, it's not many women that come to me and admit that they're cheating unless they have some sort of alimony claim. And I explain to them, if you were caught cheating, you understand that that completely dissolves your alimony claim, right? And they say yes. And then they'll open up to me about if they've ever had some infidelity in the marriage. But men aren't really talking about that to me. And that's mm-hmm. my experience. They'll they'll usually say, yeah, I mean, it happened, but I forgave her a long time ago. But they they don't talk about it. I, I will have some that come to me because they're trying to stop the alimony like they're the breadwinner mm-hmm. um and so they find out that she's cheated and they're like okay how do i stop this and in contrary to georgia and illinois it's a little harder because the only way you cannot get alimony is if you prove cohabitation and cohabitation is hard to prove because you can have a girlfriend boyfriend whatever wow. but you have to prove that you guys are living mm-hmm. together sharing bills all of those things and the m- more money you spend on a private investigator you could just pay it and be done right, right with right. the divorce so it's like a cost analysis to your case as well that we have to examine because it may not be worth, you know, trying to chase and find out. But I've had some where um, actually a recent case where he's found <laughs> that she was actually um, cheating with someone like in the forest preserve. Um, and they were like in the text message was a, she, she changed the name to like a girl's name. But like what she was saying was very explicit, like your your D was great. Wow. Like it was, it was like explicit. So, yeah. Wow. Um, so, 
They, <laughs> right. They got to be getting pipe and shelter. Yeah, I was like, yeah. But I think she, you know, I don't, I don't know what caused it in theirs. They were together for a while, but short term marriage. Um, and they try to use, they're trying to use the, the long term being together as a way for all this alimony. Nah, that's matter. not gonna happen. No. But um, but yeah, that that's like one in. And not so many cases that I get in terms of men. I don't honestly get a lot of men coming and saying she cheated. Mm-hmm. It's really the women. I don't, and I think even if they if it was, they probably wouldn't admit it to me. They don't. And I don't know if it's, it's an ego, ego thing. It is. It is. It's, it's an ego, ego thing. thing. Yeah. And I mean, my question for y'all would be, do y'all care? Do we care if yeah. our woman cheats? Absolutely. Yes. Come on I mean, now. I don't, I don't. With, with who? With whom? It doesn't matter. Well, matter? Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree I with that. I would say, no matter how you look at it, it can be a very emasculating you know, situation mm-hmm. for a man, mm-hmm. you know, because your wife at this point is communicating that you are not meeting her needs. So she's mm-hmm. getting it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's very difficult to have a conversation with anybody. Your homeboys is scary because now they're going to be side eyeing this chick and mm-hmm. she becomes literally the enemy to your family. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, other women, I don't know what the hell kind of women you got where you can open up. And at that point, you probably smash her too. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, you talking agree. to her about stuff like that. But that sucks. Somebody you, you know, you giving all your resources to, they cheat. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's no situation where that would be acceptable to me. Do you guys feel like you would be more forgiving and, you know, more inclined to try and figure out what happened? Because I think sometimes as men, no, nah. no, you don't care. All of my, all of my <laughs> men have stayed with their women. Really, all of them. Really, like I by the, the time get we the, get to the table, the they've told me I found out she was cheating, and we, I tried to work it out. See, mm. this is, I mean, well, I'm not in that situation, obviously, but. I just can't imagine a woman. Maybe the woman is still doing all of the other things and she's just mm-hmm. cheating on the side. So mm-hmm. if she's like cooking every day and she's still being an excellent mom mm-hmm. and there's nothing missing, then maybe some, I mean, I'm not in that situation. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. But I just can't imagine a woman cheating and then she's still treating me the exact same and taking care of the family the exact same way. I yeah, think I something else would fall off. Oh, yeah. man. That's a tough situation right there. It is a tough situation. I, what, I don't know if we got the brother. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know if the brother's <laughs> on here. But I would love to know whether or not the brothers are doing that because that's very interesting that men are not leaving their women for it. infidelity. Absolutely not. Men don't leave their women really at all, but... Man, we're loyal. Mm. Shout out to the man. <laughs> Shout out to the man. I like that. Yeah. We trying to keep it together, fam. And with the when it comes to the cheating, is it usually like multiple situations where people got caught cheating, or is it like if it's one, it's one and done? Like I, I find out this one time, it's just one person, and I'm I'm over it. Um, I think for some of my cases, it's repeat offenders, but I think. Some like I I've dealt with women who are just like it's if it's out of sight it's out of mind don't be sloppy right there's some women who are just complacent like with just don't be sloppy once it gets sloppy and it's coming to my door especially if we have children right where now it's affecting them in certain areas it's a deal breaker um, but I think I think a lot of times people know who they who they're with mm-hmm. wow. right they know who they married mm-hmm. um, and you see patterns and you see things that you, again, may have ignored as a red flag or just said, I'm accepting this. Sometimes when you speak to women, infidelity is not the number one deal breaker for them. It's other things. And especially wow. those non-negotiables, as you mm-hmm. get older, they change, Yeah, you know? Okay, so so these women, so <laughs> that's just kind of crazy to me. So the women are, some of them are okay with the cheating as long as you kind of keep it under, under wraps. I don't necessarily think they'll be okay with them. I think we all would probably want someone that's, completely loyal you're not doing the you know what i think you may be doing or 
or have a pattern that shows you are doing. But what I do think is that once you've entered into marriage, which is the foundation we're building, it's a business, it's everything, all these things, and we've started building to something, some women are just like, I'm not going to let that stop all this from being built and shattered, especially if I didn't do what I was supposed to do in the beginning, like see Brittany or myself and get a prenup, mm. right? Mm. Or things like that. Um, So like, if you didn't, if you're building to something, like that may be something we, yeah, we could work on. Or I'll turn a blind eye to that for other things that we're building. She's not getting all of this. And sometimes it really is that. Like, I helped you build. I built you to this point. I'm not giving that away for someone else. It's a lot. Uh, and a lot of women prepare wow. to prepare themselves during that time. It's an extra strategy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, okay. You've cheated once. Noted. Let me go ahead and start preparing. Let me start moving money around. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure my name is everywhere that it needs to be. Let me make sure I have all of the evidence that I need in mm, case this yeah. happens again. So that when I'm ready to pull the trigger, I come out financially sound and ready to start my life over on your dime mm-hmm. for your marital misconduct. And then we let it go. So, you know what? I want to talk. We're going to talk exit strategies because mm-hmm. I actually want to talk about that. But what I first want to talk about, too, is, we, you know, putting the ladies on game. Let's let's game up the breadwinners. Mm-hmm. OK, because it is a lot of ladies not us getting some getting some bread. And I think that situation is a little bit different. In fact, we had one of our initiates send us an email that I'm going to read, and I want y'all to give her some game real quick. Okay. Make sure you keep it anonymous. I will keep it anonymous, all right? <laughs> and guys, you all send over any questions you might have, and we'll do the same for you guys. So this reads, my ex is a coach. We got married in 2019, and at the time, we were both making similar salaries. As I have continued in my career, my salary has more than doubled, and his is not. The nature of his career is more transitory, requiring him to move in order to accept different opportunities in order to move up and make higher salaries. Our first child was born back in 2019, right before COVID. Because of that, and because of my higher salary, I became the breadwinner, and his career was put on the back burner. Our marriage suffered greatly because he was unhappy not being able to pursue his dreams and didn't want to work regular jobs to help me with the household finances and duties. He wanted to be willing. He wanted me to be willing to move our family, give up a six-figure salary that was providing us uh, for us so that he could pursue his dreams. I felt overwhelmed with that taking. Uh, I felt overwhelmed with taking on the brunt of parenthood and the brunt of the financial responsibilities. And also felt he was being selfish and putting his career first, which turned to a lack of sex in the marriage. We went to counseling for probably a year or two, and we saw some improvements. Fast forward to fall of 2022, we got pregnant with our second child. We seem to be on the same page, but we're not. Same issues surrounding his contributions financially and in the home continue to come up. And I felt disconnected and unable to have sex on top of being pregnant. We went approximately six months with no sex when I learned that he had been cheating. I filed for divorce following the infidelity. The challenge in our situation is that I think he felt emasculated by me making more money, being the breadwinner, and ultimately making the decisions for the household. And on the other hand, I felt that I didn't have a partner who was willing to put his family first, didn't fulfill his responsibilities, and still expected sex. So, as you can imagine, people start off having a career. They're on the same level. Years go down. Careers change. One person is making significantly more money than the other person. In this situation, it's her. 
who's more at risk for things like alimony, um, you know, all, all the costs associated with whatever the final ruling might be. Is she now more at risk being that she now is the bread, the breadwinner of the household? Absolutely. And it depends on um, one thing about being a stay at home and the agreement that you make with your partner is proving that it was an agreement. Mm -hmm. Right. So if we're married and I tell Sahara, she can stay at home with the kids and be a stay at home wife and I'll be the breadwinner and do all of the things. Right. And she can prove that then I'm going to have to pay by the time we get there. Mm -hmm. But if I can prove that we got married and had children and we were both lawyers and very successful. And then one day she just said, I ain't working no more. And I'm like, girl, you need to help me mm -hmm. go back to work, mm -hmm. go back and do this. I need help. We're struggling financially. And I can prove that hers being a stay at home was not my agreement, but by force. And that I ended up having the brunt of the finances um, unwillingly. Then that's a different argument by the time mm -hmm. we get to court. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of depends on what you can prove. But will you be on the hook financially? More than likely. It just depends on how much and for how long. Now, you did state that cheating mm -hmm. can pretty much cancel your right to alimony. Correct. Here in Georgia. So that case, if it's here in Georgia and she can prove that the husband was cheating on her and it is the actual cause for the divorce, which it sounds like it was, then he would be barred from receiving alimony. Well, that's, mm. what's, that's so tricky. Because that's what she's saying is the cause of divorce. And that's all that she yeah. needs. Yeah. Oh, whatever. If she's the one filing and she's saying that as soon, like if, if he was cheating yeah. and she waited six months and she kept having sex with her husband and yeah. doing all these other things, then, that's not then no, it's not the cause. But if I found out on Tuesday and I filed on Friday, then that is the actual cause of the divorce. Yeah. Wow. But you can't go back. You can't go hold yourself out to be married. No long Instagram posts about how I love my husband, no sex, you know what I mean? Because you have to show that that was the reason and there was no reconciliation after you found out about his infidelity. Wow. I think that's messed up. Why? Why? Well, because this dude is, because it's a lot of unstated things in this email, I'm sure. But if the <laughs> <laughs> What's I'm the reading, unstated? So this is what I'm reading between the it lines. It was very detailed. <laughs> yeah. um, it, was, it, was missing a lot, it was missing a lot of pertinent details. What I'm reading is that, you know, this guy was in a situation. His wife is 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 coming up on the come up, right? Yeah. She says he has a transitory situation, which COVID kind of slowed down. So he gets his things together and he says, hey, you know what? For me to get myself back on my feet, we need to travel and we need to relocate. Now, his wife is giving him the business about relocating, which is going to put him in a better position to take care of his family. So now that his wife is discouraging him from doing what he thinks is best for the family, he's pretty much getting emasculated, in my opinion. And so he decides against it. And the whole time I'm sure that he decides against it, the wife is still applying pressure on him for not bringing home the bacon. You get what I'm saying? So now he's in this position where he's probably stuck. And he's probably like, well, am I being selfish? But even though yes. I know that this is really the best for us, but my wife is telling me if we do this, I'm sacrificing all of these things. So I think that's kind of missing. And so he's being not treated the best at home. He's not no longer the king of his castle. And now he's in a depressive state. And he probably, somebody so probably comes along. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is happening? Cheating. What is happening, Ryan? I'm so confused <laughs> by this. 
if they started out, <laughs> if they started out both yeah. being breadwinners and earners and making the same amount, yeah. and he decided he wanted to have a career change, and she kept on in her trajectory of her career. If you went from being an accountant to a rapper, and that wasn't going to work out, yeah. and I can't see, support see, that see, because see, that's see, what no, I see. need to be able to do. I need to be able to keep on the track that makes sure our family is and taken see, care of. And that's the problem. That's the problem right there. The problem is that she and I'm, this is all hypothetical. Mm -hmm. It's all hypothetical. <laughs> and all these <laughs> facts in that. No, listen, the problem is what you saying. You saying you saying, and it's probably how she presented it too, is that this new stage of life, this new idea you got, this career change you got, is probably not gonna work out. And because it's probably not going to work out, you want me to put my livelihood and my kids at risk because whatever you got going on is probably unlikely to be successful. But here's the thing. If you're changing something and you have the lot, you are carrying the weight of your wife and chill and now Correct. two children, you whatever business proposition, you need to be able to articulate that plan to make a believer out of her and whatever's happening. Because if not so, she will feel like, yes, I'm risking our responsibilities to chase a dream and those that are may not work out that may not now, work listen, out and this true. is a guarantee check we're getting over here listen first off no but anytime you work with somebody it's not guaranteed because she could be fired tomorrow so i think that's a facade okay <laughs> now, it is okay. it is you work with somebody. but, but I, right I, now I work, but, but right somebody. but i'm saying right, right now, now right yes and right we, now right now go ahead so because i get what you're saying <laughs> i get what you're saying but we're all but she, but, we, we could all jump off the porch right i get what you're saying follow your dreams follow your dreams I know right now I'm a lawyer. I got a lawyer bag. If I want to go be a professional dancer, because I used to be a ballerina up until I was 16. Okay, ballerina. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I can't go to Juilliard with my baby in, in tow and decide I'm not going to be a lawyer anymore. We're going to live out of a backpack. That's not, I can't make that kind of decision because I have responsibility. So as well, a see, man, see, that's the thing. you see, know you have responsibilities. But just because he wants to change doesn't mean that he wasn't going to take care of his responsibility in the interim. He and was see, sitting at home not working. Yeah, it sounded what? like that was the fact. What? Well, the fact is that. Go back. Go back to the Go back to the minute. Don't emasculate my brother. Go back to the minute. Court reporter, can you read back the record, please? coach. We got married in 2019, and at the time, we were both making similar salaries. As I continue my career, my salary more than doubled, and his has not. So I didn't say he was... He's a coach. Yeah. The okay. nature of his career is more transitory, requiring him to move in order to accept different opportunities. See? Uh, he's a coach. To accept opportunities. Understood. He's a coach. So he was probably put in this situation, which is very tough for a man. Mm -hmm. Now, I know what I would have did. What would I, you do? I want to know. Wait, what, first, no, first no, let me tell you what the situation he was in. The situation he was in, do what I really know is best for my family. Mm -hmm. For me to keep all the psychological benefits of a healthy relationship by making more money, or do I sacrifice my family for it? So it's like, look, dreams versus my family. That's kind of where he was at. And that's what it sounds like. Do I choose my family and what my wife is saying, or do I really go for what I know? And so when you're in that type of difficult situation, that can be very distressing for a man. Which now, I understand, but not distressing enough to cheat. Yeah. I don't believe that yeah. because you can't make... If you are, and, and he's not even, I'm thinking that he was unemployed. The man ain't even unemployed. He's just a coach with a salary. And maybe he's coaching a local college here. And if he went and moved somewhere else, he could coach a D1 a D, college a D2 or something. A D2 school, right. D2, oh, you know, I don't know nothing about sports. That amazing. Yeah. But, but <laughs> maybe, it increased, maybe, maybe this next opportunity could increase his, True. his income. And, and, um, and, you know, I understand that. And, and I hope, would hope that most people have marriages to where we can try and figure out how we make that work. Honey, if you need to move to 
Florida to mm-hmm. coach a D2 school. I don't even know if they have one down there, but if that's where you need to go, then how can we work it out such yeah. that you can do that? I can still take care of the kids. You can fly back home on the weekends. Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da. Now, all of that aside, that's not an excuse for him to run into somebody else's panties. Facts. Because that means he got a lot of time Because this segue so went into... Unhappy, so, so how long should, as a, as a person... Should I deal with being unhappy in a marriage? Then you get a divorce, but you don't run into somebody see, else's panties. But see, that's the thing. If now I have to, for me to be happy, I literally have the potential to sacrifice my family to the courts. That's the situation you were going to sacrifice. You're sacrificing your family in somebody else's panties. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he didn't think he would get caught. See, the, the thing about it because he wasn't thinking, period. Yeah. That's nah. the problem. He wasn't thinking. That, I mean, I ain't going to lie. That's a, that's a hard situation for a man because now. Your wife is doing a better job of providing than you are, and she doesn't and so, trust your decision making. And the thing apparently. about and no, no, no. Here, here's the reality: he doesn't trust his. Correct. Mm. Because honestly, if I know what my situation is, I know my relationship with any woman I've ever had in my life, and they know how I move, they know I do what I say I'm gonna do. So even if it's not all the way there, this what we rocking with. I get how this looks clear, baby, but we gonna have to trust. Trust me, the risk. But listen, this was this what I need. Mm-hmm. I need this over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Even for my personal fulfillment, it's so many different benefits outside of just financial gain right. that would have helped him just as a man mm-hmm. if he would have just went with his gut. But you can't, thing, you can't thing, make that decision. How can a man power. go? Listen, how can he go with his gut if he has a woman at home that's saying we're not doing that? He can't force the woman to move with him. Well, no, no, he no, can't. He do can't. That. But I've, I'm just assuming that. I mean, he's he's just a they don't have the vision. Now, now that is true because because it probably is a lot of underlying stuff to this. He probably mm-hmm. has lost trust over. Correct, and Kobe that's what I was going to say. That sounds yeah. like she doesn't trust him. She don't and like trust you said, man. Exactly. he don't trust himself because right. if I was with a man that I trusted and he told me. I know that this opportunity will pan out for us. So let's figure out how to make it work in the interim. I would be more than willing to figure it out if I trust my husband to not lead me into destruction. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree so. with that. So but- in, that, in that situation, that woman essentially, because we talking cheating here, mm-hmm. right? And especially for the for the ladies, if something like that happens and you want to get out the marriage, essentially filing immediately after that infidelity or that event takes place, is what you should do absolutely in Georgia, in Georgia, right. okay? Because in any fault based state, yeah, yeah, because because right. in because in Illinois, what I would tell, what I would probably advise her to do, depending on the length of marriage, if it wasn't a long term marriage, to file immediately because the time limit on if she had would potentially have to pay maintenance or alimony dictates from the date of marriage to the date of filing. Um, but if if she could move the situation to allow him to get to a place where, um, you know, he can get back on his feet or get equivalent, then I would say then foul then. But it's a little bit un- unsure. I don't have sureties there because like even if she was to move, let's say move, he got his position right and her income decreased. Um, in Illinois, they look at, you know, kind of where you are. They look at past, present and future earning capacity. So they look, can look back and see, oh, you were m- making it. So you're you you're naturally at this level. So they may even be at a position if you voluntarily under underemploy yourself, impute that income onto you as if you were still making it, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which means it doesn't help her in that situation because she still would be there. And then also you're dealing with if he's the stay at home dad in a sense or the one primarily at home. There may be some risk in who even gets the children that can balance out that financial burden mm-hmm. of child support against the alimony and maybe even cancel that out. But 
if he's if that's the status quo where dad is spending most of the time with them, they they want to maintain that until if and when you have an agreement or the court decides differently. But it also sounds like in that case, at least here, if it was in Atlanta, he wouldn't be a good candidate for alimony anyway, mm-hmm. because he is working, right? He has an earning yeah. capacity. This isn't a stay at home dad. This is a man that's a coach while he might be earning less than her. If it's not a huge income disparity, he may not be eligible for alimony anyway, because alim- mm. alimony is very specific in. Well, she said more than double. Uh, her, her income, income more, more than, than double. double. Got, yeah. it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. And, okay. and, and sounds like he sacrificed potential opportunity to support her and her career. And that would yeah. that would harm her there in terms it of does. an alimony claim. But he completely screwed himself by cheating. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can't keep your emotional impulsivity to yourself. <laughs> wow. That's that's kind of crazy. I ain't gonna lie. And he had it, it clearly. Is. He had integrity issues anyway. That's why she ain't trust him to go nowhere. Okay? Now this is the thing. I do agree that <laughs> it's some it's some underlying issues okay. in that. Like so, this dude. The clearly, chat going crazy. By the way, we might need to jump a poll on this shit. We might need to jump a poll on this shit because they are pissed at Ryan right now. Because well, he's talking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A couple, it's a couple like, people that agree though. No, because it's a couple people that agree. I get what y'all are saying. I do agree. If a woman does not trust her man, then. I, I'm not going to force her to, to make any kind of decisions. Right. <laughs> but I do think that's saying a lot because it's possible that this woman is just disagreeable. That could be possible. That could be possible yeah. that he has made some good decisions and she thinks because she makes double his income that she knows what's best for the family. Now, that why could are be you possible. adding facts and that ain't in the fact pattern. That, it's not in there. And it also, okay, okay. since we're okay. adding, let's add this because most of the time women will believe what they hear and see. So if you tell me something, if you tell me a plan and I see action taken towards that and hustle taken towards that, okay, you make you may make a believer out of me. But if you're consistently talking and there's no movement, right? You you didn't say here here wife, here's the offer. If we move here right now, this is what I'm guaranteed to get. If you're just talking dreams to me and when we get there, when I get settled in, then I'm going to go do all, oh, so nothing's guaranteed. So you want me to move with my two kids and where we're going is nothing right now is guaranteed offer on the table. That's where I'm going to be like, okay, what, what? Women need security. Y'all yeah, know absolutely. that. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. So, you know what? I just want to get a general sense of the temperature in the room. We ain't got to drop a whole point. <laughs> but listen, if you believe Ryan is right, just put a he is right in the chat. Listen, I'm and not if you trying think to be he right. is wrong, <laughs> put a he is wrong. I just want to know, listen, I just want to know the thoughts of the people. I just want to be, you know, because like I said, it's a lot to read into the situation. I just want to make sure that we cover him what could potentially be happening on both sides. That's it. I I understand that and I definitely agree with you to an extent up until we get to that that situation drove him to cheat. He was a cheater already. Mm. Really? Yeah, honey. He already so is, had is integrity it, issues. Is it no good reason to cheat? No. no. Really? Because there's options no. before then. Oh, a whole bunch of options. Yeah. Like especially like in what? a marriage. Besides divorce. Like, I mean, there's counseling right before okay. then. There's things that we, we Which they did. You can exhaust all options and then if you have exhausted all options and you feel like there's nowhere else to go then get your divorce right and then go move about your business and it's so many it's called self-discipline that are open that's the thing so now i mean you're making it seem like it's just so easy because if i if i'm with this woman and i got my family and this is all a part of my lifestyle and routine Mm -hmm. even i mean what i'm saying is in maybe some situations cheating Maybe a, a lot easier than filing for divorce. Than filing for divorce is all I'm saying. So cause until it, the mm. divorce is filed, yeah, and then you got a problem on your hands. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Cheating is never easier than filing for divorce mm. because the marital misconduct is going to outweigh any ten 
15 minutes, 20 however mm-hmm. long. Gotcha. Minutes of pleasure that you had with that woman. So at the end of the day, he better just go and put a divorce. You better figure it out. Right. And, wow. it, and if you're saying risking your family for the divorce, well, why didn't you think about family before you decided to go holler or, you know, set your date with madam? Um, That's a good point. You know, That's so like point. those are things that you have to think about beforehand. And um, I think we all know cheating is a character law the how you do anything is how you do everything which is a very common saying so if you have integrity issues in your relationship you've got integrity issues in your work you've got integrity issues in your friendships you got integrity issues with your mama mm-hmm. if you're willing to lie and scheme and be deceptive here you're probably willing to do that in other areas of your life as well mm-hmm. Brittany, you don't cheat no i don't cheating is a character flaw <laughs> let me think about that one it is i couldn't find a button fast enough i wouldn't press it <laughs> But I don't cheat because I don't lie. Hey. Hold on. So I know. don't lie. I ain't, ain't no, now assuming they didn't even ask all the minutes. They know. They know the break of the <laughs> Say it's the break of the lawyer ever lied to you. They're gonna say, no, she ain't lying. <laughs> okay. No, I, listen, I, I ain't crazy up in the chat. I know they are. I know they are. I know they are. This is sense of topic. Well, yeah, that situation. Yes. So you becoming a man that done cheated on there. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's exactly who you are right now. Yeah. You you, you are in your grave. Yeah. Well, because and the thing is, I really do think if the shoe was on the opposite end, the women would be saying things different. If a if a man have been you know abusing you in some way, you know emotionally, financially, he's uh, not giving you the attention that you deserve, and he's putting you in these precarious situations where you just feel unworthy, and and you know you have a, a lack of, of of love going on. And those women cheat. I'm pretty sure those women who cheat gonna be like, "Yo, I wouldn't have cheated if you wouldn't have did X, Y, Z." And see, that was mm-hmm. my point earlier when we were talking about men. I actually agree with that. Not. I, I do too. But when we were talking about men not leaving their women for cheating, I feel like it's because the narratives are very different. Men, I think, internalize and think to themselves, what did I do wrong? Because most women are not believed to be cheaters, right? So if my woman is cheating, was I not giving her enough attention? Was I not telling her she was pretty enough? Was I not having sex with her all, often? Was I not catering to her needs emotionally, physically? What was I not doing? Whereas women who are supposed to be nurturers and caterers, right? We can do everything and a man still cheats. So I think that that also goes into the point of men being more prone to staying with their women and trying to figure out why it happened and why they cheated. Whereas women who feel like they break their backs for a man and get cheated on are more willing to leave. So hold on, let's do this right here. Wow. Cause it's getting close Hotline, for the initiation hotline. All right. <laughs> so here's what I want to do. I want to get your take on this family is cheating a deal breaker. All right. And is it a character flaw? So come up on here yes, and let us right. know yeah. if cheating is a deal breaker. We're going to put the link here in the chat. I'm going to let you guys come up. And you guys are going to be able to join this conversation here with Brittany, the breakup lawyer, and Sahara Bell here on the Hardly Initiated platform. So we have just went ahead and officially dropped the link. Let's make sure it's the right link. And I hope the fella, I dropped the right link. I'm going to pin it to the chat. And I hope the fellas heard that because, fellas, if you're getting emotionally emasculated and abused by your woman, <laughs> wait a minute. You're looking for a re- oh relief. Oh my gosh. You can't cheat. Just file for the divorce. That's, That's right. Amazing. That's right. Cheating is never an option. You know, it's interesting because we actually had that conversation um, with lead attorney when he came up here and he made an interesting perspective. Mm hmm. 
because he said, oh, and I wish I could really just remember all five of the reasons he said a man is able to cheat. But one of the most important, um, and, and by the way, he's a, a former divorce attorney, um, recently retired. He stated that a man having a child has a lot to do, it was a couple other things, but a man in particular, the child has a lot to do with him be, it being okay for him to cheat because what he stated was that once you file for divorce, obviously child custody comes into play. Mm -hmm. And now a big part of the conversation comes into play of this. This man might literally not be able to see his child or it might have a huge effect with the amount mm -hmm. he's going to be able to see his child. If we just go ahead and file for divorce, obviously he gets out of that situation, whatever the case is, but that child custody battle is totally separate. And the likelihood that he might not be able to see his child on a regular basis, maybe even a weekly basis mm -hmm. is extremely high. So that contributes so, to him cheating? So what he was saying is yeah. that under those circumstances, which I'm not doing a good job saying the circumstance, <laughs> but I know the child was one of the major, uh, uh, a major piece of the circumstances that a man should have the right to cheat. That's actually the, the what he came on. I'm, 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 I'm confused. I don't know. He lost me. I don't know about that. He said, those, <laughs> so he said, the, what? The man, what? The man right. should cheat Confusion. because he has a child, and if he fouls, there's custody battles, and so that's why he should cheat. Is is he saying that he would this cheat before he did a no. divorce? See, no, that's how they act. Amnesia. I can't follow the logic down, because there is none. Right. There is <laughs> no logic there. What are you saying? No, I would rather what? I would rather cheat and fulfill my urges than file for divorce because I know if I file for divorce, then. I'm going to have an issue that I won't have by just cheating, but you end up having the same the issue, issue anyway, yeah. because when she finds out you're going to, what? It's mm. not logical. Okay. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, play the clip. Maybe, I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, look, I'm, I'm with y'all though, with the no excuse for cheating. I'm with y'all. If everybody adopted that mindset in every mm -hmm. situation, I just really don't think that I think the shoe on the other foot, I think all of a sudden people got different philosophies mm -hmm. for it. I mean, I don't, I don't condone cheating by men or women. Okay. I yeah. think that okay. whatever comes from that, you earned. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, listen, initiates, obviously we want to know your thoughts that have went ahead and we dropped the actual link in the description. So you can click that. You go backstage. You do not come right up on stage. Okay. You go backstage, be patient. We will let you guys come up one at a time. Okay. So uh, let's actually continue this conversation, ladies, because um, something very interesting. Uh, Brittany, we talked about this before the show. No, Lord. I know. <laughs> We're going to kind of go there okay. right now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because another very interesting um, aspect of cheating that can happen <laughs> is when women, are, and listen, we, we in the A, so you're seeing some crazy things. <laughs> women are saying that men are cheating with other men. Mm. You see this come across your desk. The Down Low Brothers. Acts of horror. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Breakup lawyer got this. <laughs> the breakup lawyer got she this got one. got this. So is this a common occurrence or something that you actually might see often in your work? <laughs> yes. Dum -dum. Damn. <laughs> yes, it is. Wow. So how, now... I just, really, I just really want to know. <laughs> I just really want to know how this works. Yeah. Because he, here's the thing. A woman is with her husband mm -hmm. and he chooses to be with another man. Mm -hmm. Now, is this an obvious situation where we look at the brother and we like, come on now, sis. You should have known. 
Should have just went and got you another one. <laughs> but instead, you stayed in that situation. That, it was pretty obvious. It, are, are some of these situations, you know, you know, very. I wish you would stop looking low. at I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I'm uh, you need the answer. <laughs> um, yes. Some of them are obvious. It's, it's. Okay. There's somebody I know. Not very well, but there's somebody I know that's about to get married right now. And I'm like, I know in a few oh, years. Oh, wait a minute. Right. Wow. She's going to be calling me. But... You, are you invited for the wedding? No, ma'am. Okay. No, ma'am. Big <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, Why do you think that happens, though? How, how does that happen? How does a woman marry a, a guy who likes guys? Because yeah. that's her girlfriend. Oh, like a really best friend yeah. type of deal they share. That, oh. that, that's, like, that's like her... I mean, they they do all the things together. They right? do all the things. They're Including supportive sex. in the ways they they need to be supportive. And I mm-hmm. think that unfortunately, and I'm just gonna be very candid in what I'm gonna say. Black women um, want to be married, and unfortunately, many of us have fear that we may never have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So when you have a guy that comes around that does the things and says the things and you know, offers you the commitment that you're looking for, you're willing to be more flexible and overlook certain things or red flags or things that may make you go, hmm, but I want to be married. And he's offered me that. And he's offered me financial security. He's offered me emotional security. He's offering me, well, as much emotional security as you can get out of that. Right. Um, But I want to be married. And what what do you think is the the benefit for the man who really likes men to be with Oh, just to be socially up. accepted. Yeah, she's the beer. Is that a problem now? I mean, it's, social it's, acceptance for for, for, for homosexual men. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Really, especially yeah. if you are not a um, what's the word? I don't know the politically correct term, but if you're not outwardly homosexual and or appear homosexual, right? Or okay. if you work in a certain industry mm-hmm. that, and I mean, let's mm. be real in the world that we live in, still being as masculine. out and open mm-hmm. as we can be, it is still a man's world. And in certain fields, especially if we're talking about climbing the, um, you know, corporate ladder, corporate ladder mm-hmm. that is no. You know what? So I, I think that's because I'm inundated by what, I'm not in the corporate world, right? And I think yeah. I'm inundated yeah. by think what's about happening politics, on social media, right? Right? right. Yeah, Lawyers, exactly. mayors. Yeah. If you want to hold an up in political office, you can't be gay. Mm-hmm. You have to. You can't be single. Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Like yours. You. They look at it. If you're running for mayor, shout out to Andre. If you're running for mayor and you're not married, sometimes they look at you odd. What's wrong? That it looks like you don't yeah. have the same levels of security as your counterpart might. If you don't have a wife and children. Something is wrong there. So, wow. So, both people are really in desperate situations, def- desperate mindsets Correct. to kind of get this thing popping off. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I was checking out, I wish I had to, I had to pull it up initially, but it was basically an article. It was stating some statistics and it was stating that um, a man would say it was 76% of men stated that they would rather their spouse cheat with a woman than cheat with a, a man. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. because men don't think that women having sex with women is really cheating. They can't be penetrated. It's not a real thing. And most men sexualize the lesbian relationships Absolutely. anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. it was the exact opposite. Right. It was the exact opposite where it was uh, 22% of women mm-hmm. would be okay with their man sleeping with another man. Well, that's uh, that makes sense, right? Makes because sense most women subscribe to patriarchal ideologies, right? And a man being with a man means that your man is gay. So I can't compete with... A man, I'm a woman. Yeah. I can't offer you the same thing sexually that a woman can. So I would rather, if you would, if I had to choose to be cheated on, I'd rather be cheated on with someone I could at least compete with, right? 
rather than a man. I can't do the things that he does. Yeah. Wow. Are these DL cases treated any differently? No. Like they're, they're treated like a traditional infidelity mm -hmm. case? Mm hmm And most of the time, people are ready to get those cases over with. Wow. Because you don't want to have your dirty laundry, out. especially that dirty laundry, out. So my so so might that one be like, yo, we're gonna NDA this one. Okay, non-disclosure. I don't want nobody to know about this. Found the initials. Do you find that that's what's was going down, or is this is all public records? Not not NDA necessarily, but like like she just said, filing under initials. And I mean, it 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 would make the offending party more likely to settle out of court. Wow. Because when we talk about. I'm the kind of lawyer where if there's receipts. a lot of money, uh, uh, first of all, always got the receipts. <laughs> but if there's a lot of money on the line, and I know that I can find these paramours, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. side chicks, side dudes, mm -hmm. I'll call them in for a deposition, wow. and then use a transcript of the deposition in court, mm -hmm. or call them as a witness. Insane. Interesting. So I'm gonna I'm really open it up. I'm gonna really open it up for you guys. Any questions that y'all might have for these attorneys while while they're here? Y'all better come up here and make it happen because this look, right. we went ahead and we dropped the link in here. I like them case studies too. Just like that one reading, that was like it was it was so many things going on. Yeah. It's it just was. like it's just crazy. But shout out to KN. I'm gonna pull pull her up real quick. She says, leadership, find the problem and solve the problem, then you'll get sex from your wife and not have to cheat. Mm, is man. it is it as simple as that? I don't know. I don't know about that. I think I think they both have to come together. But I think it's a, what you're saying, though, is an interesting conversation from a male's perspective, because it's kind of like what you're saying is some men's deal breaker is once you get to the point where I feel emasculated. Right. I don't feel worthy here. I don't feel like, you know, here, like I don't feel accepted here. This is not the safe space for me to be in. So even for men, I guess, you know, using that voice yeah. of saying, yeah, that's my level of that's the ultimate disrespect. And there's no turning back from it. And see, the thing is, because I'm not saying if a man's getting emasculated, it wasn't caused by actions that he took, mm -hmm, right? Okay. All I'm saying is that once the emasculation gets to a certain point, there's no coming back from yeah. it. You know what I mean? And if you are in the marriage, I think it can be very scary for a man, because if he, especially if he knows, like, look, it ain't no plan. It ain't no vision I could present to this woman. I done did the exact opposite for five to six years. I pretty much got to get me a new woman if I'm going to be, ever be loved again with this new mindset mm -hmm. that I adopted. But now I'm faced with divorce. It's like, man, deal with all the stuff that comes with divorce rather than just kind of maybe get me something on the side and kind of laying low for a little bit. But, but after the you, result is the same. Right. I, now I, just, I, yeah. do, I do understand that. But uh, it's just hard for me to say that there's no reason that somebody should cheat. Because you just never know when you are pressed to a certain extent, you just really never know what might be. But we're not oppressed. We ain't slaves to no relationship. If it does not serve you, get your ass on. Or the, even, the, or the, even, or even the other, the opposite, right? Where you have some people. Because um, even when we look at the laws and how it's transitioned to, in some states, to be easier to now just have a no-fault base. Like, oh, you don't have to prove all right. the fault, right? But if you look at marriage and kind of even the changes in law, it never was something easy to get out of. It never was something to be easy to get out of. So when we look at that, we have to talk about two committed people that are 
will fight and they will put in the work for their marriage. And if you guys didn't come to the table with that, you're already starting off unbalanced. Mm -hmm. So you have to know who your spouse is. So when, when trials come and situations come, are you, did you marry someone that's willing to pull up their, you know, bootstraps and get in and put the work in to build it back? Or did you marry someone that's easy? Like I'm done. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this philosophy, this philosophy that y'all got just, Hey, go ahead and get a divorce. So let's say this man has been emotionally abused. He's been emasculated. Is this is that the same philosophy you would give a woman who's been emotionally abused? Hey, yes. hey, sis, just hey, look, it's all leave good. Him. Just get over it. Just leave. Leave him. It depends. For me, it depends. Why does it depend? Because I think for different people, they have different beliefs when it comes to marriage and when it comes to also divorce. I'm never always the one that says go get it for divorce. But if you come to me and you've done all you can, right, and that's your bar, then okay. But I do want people when they come to me to have a clear head and know what they're about to get into, right? Because some people will think divorce is the easy route. And it's, it may not be, depending mm. on your facts and your situation. It may be a long road, right, um, to, to get to that point. But I think, it's it, it, it like I said, it depends. Some people have different foundational moral beliefs that will, you know, either press them to work it out, right? Or will say, no, uh, you know. I'm not there. But the pushback that I give to that and why I am not an advocate for divorce, but if you get to the point where you, because you keep saying emotionally, this man is emasculated, mm -hmm. he's depressed, he's emotionally undone, he's been abused. What are we staying for? I, there's no moral belief to me that justifies living in misery. We all have one life to live. If you've been together for 10 years and the next those were happy years and five years weren't happy and you've been trying to work it out and you've been trying to work it out and it hasn't worked out and you've tried all of the things and you tried the counseling, you've tried going to church and you've gotten your in-laws involved and you're trying and you're trying and you're trying and it's not working out. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. You want to waste another five years being mm -hmm. miserable? Why would you do that? I don't see the logic in that. Well, so and it's not it's for not the children because children see you be miserable. They yeah. see you hate each yeah. other. Yeah, it's not a logical thing. I don't think people are stuck in these abusive relationships because of logic. Is Absolutely involved at all. not. I think it's all the other things. Yeah, it's, it's the emotional connection. The but I think that as people, that's where going into the marriage that we have the issues. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not emotionally well enough to be in a relationship where that that has boundaries to it, where you where you have your non-negotiables identified, yeah. where you make sure that your mental health is intact, and you can say to yourself, "Hey." I have to be emotionally healthy individually in order to be emotionally healthy in a marriage. And if my emotional health with you is not where it needs to be, I can't serve you. I can't serve our children. I can't do any of those things, right? So when you have people that are coming into marriages with commitment issues, trust issues, childhood traumas, a whole host, mm -hmm. abandonment issues, right? A whole host of things that they've never actually worked out. That's a recipe for disaster. And now you've got somebody that's codependent with somebody that's narcissistic and you've got this tumultuous relationship mm -hmm. that's going to last until somebody pulls the plug on it. Mm. Now, see I, see, I actually agree with that because, you know, the, the reality of it is and we talked about that in a lot of different um, episodes that sex when used to escape a toxic environment at that point, it's just a drug. Mm -hmm. at, what, what I would say, though, you know, if I can really reach and justify infidelity in any way, it would it would only have to be in some rare case of it being some form of an arranged business agreement. <laughs> y'all are literally y'all together for political reasons, political gain. Right. Hey, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to keep this thing together. It's going to be a brand more than a marriage. 
But what I'm thinking just personally, me want to be in an environment or an ecosystem that's going to make me happy. It's going to be very difficult because y'all, you could really be just using that sex to just hit the crack pipe, yeah. get high, be in there, still sitting in the driveway, not wanting to go into the house, still can't stand being around her, laying down next to her, can't have sex. You don't know whether or not you should touch her or not. Maybe y'all even sleeping in different rooms. That's got to be tormenting, man. It is absolutely tormenting. That's that's what I imagine. I imagine a tormenting environment and really a man that has given up on his home life or understands that he has no influence or control in his home and now is just looking forward to that one mistress that makes him feel like a man just for for just just those few minutes. Exactly. For just those few minutes. But that shit just even sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. And see, that's I can imagine the brothers that's probably in that situation. If they are in a situation where they're just being emotionally tormented and emasculated, the sex literally at that point is a high form. It's mm-hmm. a drug. Mm-hmm. It's him trying to find himself, mm-hmm. trying to find his manhood in that woman's vagina. Mm-hmm. But every time he gets right back out of the vagina, he no, he's no longer a man again. I mean, right. can you imagine how the mm-hmm. kids treat him? I mean, the kids are going to pretty much adopt how the leaders in the, the household the house, are. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the, the kids <laughs> is treating him like shit. His wife is treating him like, you know what I'm saying? He going to work. I mean, he's got nobody to communicate with. He's got all these different things going on. I mean, I just think when people get pressed in a certain situation, dealing with all this emotional stuff, I do think that, like you said, we all grieve differently. Like, mm-hmm. it's just certain things happen where we have these these emotional outbursts yes. and that could end up being us having sex with somebody else right so it and no i don't want you to think that i'm shaming the like i don't understand cheating because i do yeah. it, it's it's emotional impulsivity right? right like i get that all of us are emotional beings and we all have been emotionally impulsive before yeah. right i've made emotionally impulsive decisions so i get it I just think that when it comes to being married and cheating and even in a committed relationship where you have children and extensions of you, you just have to be ready to deal with that consequence. consequence. Don't cry about it. No, oh, this is the reason that it doesn't matter the reason that you did it, brother man, sister girl, you got caught with your pants down and suck it up. It's Mm -hmm. all good. You know what? I I think that's a very fair point. Because if you decided to get married, you do got to deal with all the stuff that come mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's kind of a part of the game. Like, mm-hmm. But I also say we're in, in the year of 2024, right? We're dealing with different type of relationships and how they look differently now, too. Because some people are married, but that's not a, a deal breaker. And they understand that going in, right? Mm-hmm. They have this, um, you know, idea of... If you ever get to that point, do what you got to do. Come back home, whatever, right? You have these... Or you have polyamorous relationships Mm -hmm. right that it's like okay and cheating for them is the dishonesty of who you're with like i don't know or whatever that's when it becomes cheating so i also think defining what that is for your relationship while we think that may be a global understanding it it may not be right because we we talk about commitment prior to being married some people think i'm not cheating unless we are married right which means anything i did before then it's not cheating. It doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. Or some people are saying, well, it's cheating if you if I didn't tell you it was this person, but you knew this was, you know, the situation altogether. So I think just having that definition also for your relationship is important. I agree. What because I, I mean, what is legal from the legal sense? What is cheating? Sexual intercourse with someone. Oh, yeah. okay. Like oral, vaginal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kissing? No. Does not. No, okay. No. I mean, okay. It, the thing about infidelity in court is I don't have to necessarily prove the sex occurred. 
Got you. I can just have all of the evidence surrounding yeah, yeah. the circumstance the that relationship sex will message, say yeah. that sex occurred or insinuate that sex occurred. So if there's hotel receipts and there's dinners and there's pictures mm -hmm. and you doing things and you trips. know that trips, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely trips what about and virtual? text messages. What about the virtual? Like, what if uh, somebody had like a virtual relationship? I actually had a case like that where this guy was um cheating with a number of porn stars i guess okay he was like, like the, virtually the, the, the virtual cam girls sex. yeah them cam, cam girls it was like a number of cam girls like oh, wow. and then those conversations with the cam girls ended up turning into text messages and he's sending money to the cam girls and using marital funds on the mm. cam girls and right that's, and then that's cheating and that's cheating yeah, you she she loses all respect for you at that point when she see you <laughs> spending cam thousands girl. on a cam girl. spending money on only fans cam girls i actually <laughs> saw um james sexton a divorce attorney speaking on a case where he saw his husband um it was he described it as a case of emasculation in particular where he just wife just stopped having sex with him um for not really valid reasons but whatever the case might be what he did in particular was go to these um I don't, know, I, I don't want to call them like these little sex houses where like Brunson. he'll get like a hand job. No, so like he, that, he, yeah. he was spending 50 bucks on a hand job just mm -hmm. to get a release. Mm -hmm. And he, he started to build his <laughs> life around hand his $50 hand jobs. And he talked about just how him in particular was talking about how just disgusting and really disheartening yeah. that is for a man to be in that place. But is that too <laughs> considered infidelity as well? Yes. But let me say to that note. Why didn't you just say, hey, let me go find me a woman that want to have sex with me and that likes me and loves me as a person because I'm worth that. What stopped him? Because he ended up being divorced anyway, right? I don't, Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? I don't know why. You know what? And and, and I, and I, I have to think the, about it the because- The result is inevitable. The man- well, what's, see, What was wrong with his hand? Well, no, I, I mean, mean, it's not the same. I mean, it's yeah, not the, it's same. Not the same. Which I, same. And I get that. That's not the same. And I understand. I can conceptualize why he cheated, right? Yeah, right, right. I don't agree with it, and I don't think it was right, but I can conceptualize how that happened. But the result ended up being the same anyway. He just prolonged it. You ended up divorced anyway. So why didn't you take the dignity that you had left and said, you know what, be, woman, I'm, I'm going to go find me somebody that likes me. It, I mean, it, it's easier said than done, but I agree with you. That would have been the best. But see, that, that's one thing I would say. Us men, we sit up in the marriages and we take some shit. Mm. Just like y'all? We do. Just the man? <laughs> you heard no, 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 no. Y'all are falling for divorce. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying- After, after a pattern of, of situations, well, it's not just once a, one occurrence. A lot of women that, I, that come in, in my office, there have been a history of a lot of things that they've dealt with and they've endured- and now it's like, this is it. No, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not saying, because typically if she's unhappy, so is he. Like, typically. It's usually not somebody having an absolute ball in this marriage and this other person here is just sad <laughs> as true. hell. I'm yeah, happy. I'm, You're not happy? But see, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, like, typically. And if you are, what's, what, what's making you happy? Because I got questions Those now. are some of your more abusive relationships yeah. where you got one party yeah. that's living it up. And probably an outlier as yeah. well. Because yeah. um, in more cases than not, both of them are feeling it, but the man is just thinking, I'm going to just deal with this shit. I'm going to just take this shit. I'm going to just accept this bullshit every day. I'm going to be sad walking to the house every day. Mm -hmm. Whether he want to get therapy, they tried it, they he, he not doing it, whatever the case might be. It's very interesting to me that that's usually the case because it's usually the woman, again, that you know pulls out and ends the situation 
And I really want to hear, I want to hear from some of my brothers about that actually, because I know a good, I know a few brothers that have sat in there unhappy. It's man getting emasculated all over the world right now. <laughs> would still would have still been married. <laughs> would have still been married if their wife did not file for the divorce. They just so what were they unhappy. waiting on? I, yeah, ask that because I want to know what were they waiting on to happen in their marriage. First of all, the initiates are shy tonight. I think this the divorce topics always get them a little yeah. shaky. <laughs> we have we have Brian come in. Uh, Brian, if you if you uh if you still on the chat, man, go ahead and get back. Brian, in we'll come back in up. here, man. I want to hear the I want to hear the thoughts of the initiates, man. Y'all come here. As a matter of fact, big facts. Shout what what we're gonna do? Hold on, wait. I want to do something special. The next initiate that comes in, I'm gonna give you a free deck because obviously fortune favors the bowl. So the next one, I got it. It's on me. But go ahead. Shout out to uh, P- Petra Kane. She says, "Until you find yourself in the situation, married with kids, you do not know whether it's a deal breaker or not." My husband was a cheat. I eventually separated. Then I prayed for him, and now he is a brand new man in Christ. Amen. There we go. First of all. There you go. Way to keep that cheap man. Shout out to the Kings. I'm joking. See, that's but but I mean, what you say? What you say? I said God can still do it for you. (laughs) And I I mean, I I that's great. Amen. That's not everybody's story, but that is um, that's great. Um, and I I do agree with her. You don't know. That's why I say it's a lot of other things that men and women think about before they actually come into our offices mm-hmm. and sometimes just coming to our office and getting information was enough for them to be like oh yeah I'm gonna go back wow. right or or I gotta plan this out a little bit more before I come back to you right it's it, it may be one or the other but it does help them get an informed decision but I think it is it's you a business it's you got property now you got children to raise that have seen mommy and daddy together um, and maybe you're able to put on a good show for them, right? Mm-hmm. And they haven't seen the unhappy side. So now to them, this would be like, well, wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. And you don't want the more damage to them. There are people who have grew up in broken households who said, I'm committed to not have that for my children, no matter what, right? And they, I mean, I have individuals who have raised their children, gone to college and then said, okay, now, because they're adults, they're mm-hmm. in there and now I'm ready and have literally been living separate and apart, no longer as husband and wife. In the, in the legal definition of the, of it, and they're just been waiting for the time to to go. Mm-hmm. So I agree with her, especially with like right now. Most of my cases, a lot of people are waiting because they don't want to sell those houses. Mm-hmm. Think about like your Separate. credit, mm-hmm. right? If you can't get wow. a house refinance because mm-hmm. the interest rates are too high, mm-hmm. but the judge don't care, sell the house so mm-hmm. that y'all can get the equity out of it and move on. But nobody has the credit they need to get a new house, wow. right? So everybody goes from living in a nice house with pe- two people living in apartments with kids and things like that. That'll make people stall out. Yeah. How, how many? <laughs> that's yeah. stall out. That's crazy. No, that's, that's <laughs> how many people do you think are just waiting for the right? Like they already have decided they want. They just yeah. waiting for the right time. Yeah. I, I've had I have had the last five consults have said, okay, I gotta wait right. until this time, or some have come and come to me too late. Um, so I had one who. Her situation was she was just getting a job. She was the stay at home. She was putting her and now she's just getting a job and he had deserted, left her with the bills. And I'm like, why didn't you come back to me then? We could have went, hurried up and fouled, got him to maintain the status quo, the marital expenses, right. all of these things. But now you you rehabilitated yourself and you're back into, which is a good thing ultimately, because the court's going, if you're able to do that, great. Right. Um, but 
you're in a position now where it's more like we're doing recovery work of right. whatever the bills have not been satisfied. We got to get him to help paying that when you've right. already been in the house for this amount of time on your own. Right. Uh, so hold on. We got somebody back here that I want to go ahead and bring up. We got my brother AD backstage. AD, welcome to the show. Go ahead and take your, uh, your microphone off mute, brother. Let's chop it up. AD, what's good? On our brothers, I I just wanted to ask the uh, the ladies questions. Quick question, just 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 make sure we can get to know who you are, brother. Give us your age, your location, and ask your question. I'm 33. I live in Texas. He got that Texas accent too. Shout out to Texas. Texas. Shout out to Texas. All right, go ahead, brother. No, I want to chime in and ask the uh, the the, uh, lawyers about the. what she was calling marriageable funds. What is that considered? Uh, marital funds? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I'm the one that mentioned he was taking marital funds and spending yeah, yeah, them on yeah. the camera girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so that basically means any funds that are brought into the marriage by either yourself or your spouse, right? So let's say, and it doesn't have to be like in a joint account. It can just be the money from your paycheck, the money from my paycheck. Let's say I put it into one account you put it into one account, or we do have a joint account. That's supposed to go towards marital bills, expenses, the children, just mm-hmm. maintaining our lifestyle. If you start taking that money and spending it elsewhere on a mistress mm-hmm. or a porn addiction or drugs or, you know, ha- unhealthy habits, then that would be what's called spoliating marital funds. Mm-hmm. And it could cause for your spouse to be owed some of that bag yeah. at the time of the divorce. Yeah. Does that make sense, brother? Yeah, I want to know: is it is it anything that you recommend to protect for a man to have in place to protect himself from uh, anything that could be, you know, used against him, like to go to court in the in a wrongful matter that that cannot be pre- prevented, like if you didn't set it up uh, prior, a prenuptial agreement. Okay, what kind of things can you put in the pre- pre- prenup to that you think will be will hold up in court? Um. So the great thing Wait, about hold on, hold on, AD. What, what you got a, a specific situation or something? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a broad. It was a broad question. Wait, wait, wait. Go anyway, let's, let, let's take it there. Let's take it there because I'm gonna talk to you real quick, uh, AD. Are you currently going through a divorce? No, I've never been married, but I, I want to be married at, at some point. And uh, when I when I approach marriage, I want to make sure I'm prepared for anything that you know needs to be in place to protect me in in my in my wife. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Do you plan on being the breadwinner in your relationship? I don't think I think I only think that's a choice. Uh in this time of day, I think most women want you to be full provider anyways. Amen. They do. Yeah. No, that's, 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 there's no, no question of that. Regardless of what they might say. You are right in Texas. So you are right with me. We actually we're actually gonna talk in a little bit. We're actually gonna get into the exit strategies and things to protect yourself in just a few here. So you definitely need to stay tuned in here. I was just trying to make sure this one on emergency case situation <laughs> where we need to have you send an email to info at harleyinitiated.com, all right? So, but you good? You Are you single? Yeah, I'm single. I'm uh, 33 looking. I don't have no kids. And I'm, I'm, I'm making... Okay, I, I, I make I, enough I, money to pay all my bills. Okay. Talk your talk okay. What about all her bills, AD? What about all her bills? Oh, Is she can live to my means? Okay. Uh, oh, I, hey, that's a good out, answer. Shout out to this man. As a matter of fact, I'm going what do you do for a living, by the way, brother? Oh, uh, right oh, now right I'm now. Uh, getting into IT, but uh, right now I work in the uh, 
in in the construction site, but I, I deliver uh uh cover pipes okay. like to go in the ground. Okay, my, so look, I do my trucking. Got you. Good with his hands, but, but he get into IT. So do this. Do look. Do this right here. Are you watching? You watching from uh YouTube, right? Yeah. Drop your goddamn IG in that YouTube, okay? Put your handle in there. For the ladies. the ladies in there, just so you know. Tell what part of Texas you in? I'm in Dallas, DFW. Uh, there you go, DFW. Yeah. We got it in here. I appreciate you calling up, AD. No Shout problem. No AD. problem. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Hey, listen, Absolutely. I'm gonna get you a free deck too, brother. So go ahead and send your email to info at harleyinitiated.com, and I'm gonna get one sent to you, okay? All right, man. Appreciate that a lot, man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all what y'all do on here and having them come on and uh, give us some insight on some things we can be, you know, well informed on. Thank you. No appreciate doubt, you, brother. brother. No doubt. And see now, see, see, AD switching the game up. He's doing something a little different, going from uh, trucking to yeah, IT. Mm-hmm. So he got to make sure he get him a woman that's gonna believe. <laughs> oh, I saw what you did there. <laughs> I saw what you did there. <laughs> okay. Do you believe? Full circle. Full circle. Okay. And if you believe, the Instagram handle gonna be in the comments. So, ladies, go ahead, DFW. So, you know, I'm I'm curious to know this too because y'all listen. We was talking, we was talking exit strategies. You got something to read? Just real quick. Shout out to. Event yours of spirits. She says women leave after consistent issues while living with the man. It's a confirmation as to why to leave. Whereas men don't take things seriously until the woman is out of the house. Mm. Mm. I've heard that from quite a few women. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like it's been going out there too, where like women will do when a breakup just happens, they'll do while they're grieving early. And then mm-hmm. when you see them change their hair, getting in the gym, all of that, they're getting over it, right? Men are cut up during the breakup. Like, go find somebody, be living this best life, so they think. And then realize when they go home and everything else is settled, wait a minute, I miss her, wow. right? And things are not what they seem. It goes back to kind of our conversation of this, the grass is not always not greener on the other side, right? right? You, you need to water your grass, right? You need to, again, put the work in. Um I agree. I, I I feel like it's a lot of women who take a lot of things until they reach their breaking point. Mm. It's the okay. I, I do. I think so, when, just even in conversation with men, men have some non-negotiables that may not that that can be as simple as I don't want a woman that wears weave, does this, does it, and they'll quickly be this like as soon as they find out what that is. Okay, I'm 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 done. In the I'm dating gone. stage, in definitely. the in the dating stage before definitely. marriage, yes, men stand yes. on business. But yeah, they do. We, we're like, okay, well, this is just one area. Let me, but he's got all these things, so I'm gonna work with him. Mm-hmm. Right? We'll work with him and then feel like, okay, in some, in some ways, feel like we've worked with you, we've put invested, we've invested our time, and women wanna return on their investment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they will wait and see if that is gonna be a return, and so, sometimes to a fault. Sometimes uh, most times, too yeah, long. Sometimes, <laughs> most to a, times. yeah, and it's just like, because I, I put so much work in, and then you want me to, do this to somebody else, and then it's ego on women's parts too. Because mm. I'll be damned if <laughs> okay another woman come and, and, and get and, the man that and, I molded for the me, benefits, right? We'll reap the, the benefits, benefits of mm-hmm. me and all the hard work I put in. And I dealt with him when he was working at Cracker Barrel, and he was, you know, <laughs> he, he was driving my car. We only had one car, and now he done came up and mm-hmm. he worked in IT now, and okay. he got a bag and a Maserati mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. and a big house mm-hmm. and a big car, and a, you know what I mean, and all right. those things. And he gonna leave me? Absolutely, Mm-mm. absolutely. They don't want to deal with that. I see that. So you, so just to confirm, the general consensus you're saying is that women typically, is it put up or like kind of deal with more during the marriage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I do. 
Right. Oh. So, and it gets to a point where they've done all of those things. And then now maybe it's the, the, they're emasculating and how they're talking and there's no respect anymore. Right. right. Because I've been dealt with all these things. I don't respect you. Um, and so it comes off in tone and action and all of those things. And that has now translated to, from hearing what you guys are saying. It's some men's, a lot of men's deal breakers of if you ultimately get to the level where I'm no longer feel like a man in this situation, now I have to go. So, I mean, it's, you know, the chicken or egg, which one, which one comes first, mm -hmm. right, um, before you get there? Now, could it be devil's advocate? <laughs> because y'all know men are not really best with expressing how they feel and the shit that they going through. Really? Absolutely not. <laughs> I wasn't aware. <laughs> they are not. You okay. will most likely not know the emotions, the troubles, the worries, the fears, the vulnerabilities of any, if even some of the men, mm. not even most of the men for sure that you deal with. Could it be that y'all just really don't know what a lot of these men are really de they're dealing with and they actually dealing with a whole lot of shit too and they just not telling y'all nothing about it? Absolutely. But then who is that on? Now, again... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not placing the conversation was not fault. Okay. Mm -hmm. The conversation was who's going through some shit. Yeah. Everybody's going through stuff in a relationship. Though. Right. And see, that's <laughs> the thing. Cause when a lot of things, see a lot of times we don't, it's very hard to quantify mm -hmm. how heavy some shit is, mm -hmm. especially for a man. Mm -hmm. This brother here already clearly said, Hey, you're going to be the breadwinner. Shit, you know, I got to be the breadwinner. That's weight. That's pressure. I agree. That's mm -hmm. responsibility. Mm -hmm. I agree. Right. We don't even, a lot of times, a young lady's not even, it's more like, shit, you better pay this bill. Mm -hmm. You better get this. Not more of, from a place of empathy, I wonder what it's like having to consider what the responsibility is or pressure is, that this is how you better perform. Mm -hmm. And I just obviously just pulled that one out, out of thin air, but there are a lot of other pressures that men typically face on a consistent basis, and we don't say shit about it. Mm -hmm. Definitely not to our ladies. Mm -hmm. Because that's a part of being a man. And I think, but I think the other side of that is to be a man is to be respected. Y'all have different responsibilities, but you also have different levels of respect and you have different levels of, well, excuse me, you're supposed to, <laughs> right? Right. Because when you talk about the inequities between men and women, and they very much exist. I don't care what y'all say in the mm -hmm. comments. Men and women are not the same. Mm -hmm. We are not equal. Mm -hmm. There are many things that men do that I cannot do. Mm -hmm. And I won't attempt to do or even pretend like to. I can do. I don't, don't want to do it. Hello, let's talk about I it. I don't, don't want, want to, do. actually. I don't want to do anything <laughs> that most men have to do on a daily basis. And I think that when we talk about the responsibilities of men, I understand and I get that to be a man comes with a lot of pressure. But I also understand that you also get to walk in the world very differently than I do as a woman. Mm. Facts. There are certain men that won't even talk to me because they talk to men about certain conversations, right? I was dating this guy, and um, I remember he was getting work done at his house, and he had to leave and go somewhere, and I was at the house. And the guy who had to do the work came, and he said, ma'am, is your husband here? And I said, well, he just left. And he, he said, all right, well, I'll wait till he comes back. And I'm like, well, why? He told me what to tell you to do. I'm not going to talk about that with you, ma'am. I'm going to wait till your husband comes back. Mm. Wow. I was like, well, goddamn, am I slow or stupid? Or mm -hmm. Like, what, what, if it, what if I was the only one here at the house? Mm -hmm. What if it was just my house and I didn't have a man? And, you know, were you not going to work at my house? Because, and I think that that's the other side of the conversation is that men do have a lot of responsibility mm -hmm. on their, on their plate most of the time, but y'all also got other perks. It's I a man's it. world, baby. I get it. I would, you know what? 
And honestly, I'll take being a man every day of the week. Exactly. I'll take all the pressure. Understand, I ain't complaining about a damn thing. I Set the record not straight. Complaining. Just yeah. to be, all right? As a matter of fact, let's read that this super chat just came in. in. Shout out to Keisha Braylock. She says, divorce hearing next month. No prenup. What options do I have to counter his uh, possible request? For spousal support. What do you mean his possible, baby? If you got a divorce here next month, we don't know if he has a spousal. Keisha, call request. up here. I'm going to drop yeah, the link for you, Keisha. Yeah, we, need a little bit, we need a little bit more, Keisha. You yeah. have children. I'm scared. Do you have... Where's she like, at? Yeah, what properties do you have also? Because sometimes you can negotiate out of out of um, spousal support with an inequitable property division. Giving them maybe more equity in the home, more 401k, that can be equivalent of calculating how long the spousal, spousal support will be. And then you just get it and be done with in that way so you don't have the continual commitment. So there are yeah. some things, but we need we definitely need more facts. And Keisha, go ahead and call in because I got some follow-up questions too. Yeah. Like, do you have legal representation yeah. currently? Yeah. It's probably my first question. The part I'm nervous about. She said his possible request. So yeah. did he request it did or it, not? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Keisha, go ahead and call in so we can get you some game. And it sounds like Keisha is nine times out of ten the breadwinner in this yeah, relationship as well. She's worried. Yeah. Oh that, my god. That spousal support, man. I just oh man. Not I could Let's not imagine talk. trying to get a woman's money. Come on. I just can't imagine. Now, mm-hmm. but some people, some men will. Do, so some, it's a, it's sometimes it's a legal <laughs> strategy behind it. Like okay. in a lot of a lot of the cases that I have where men have not been the breadwinner, so so to speak, has been because now they're not they're not going to be the primary parent. So they have a child support obligation. So they're either trying to lower that by getting maintenance, which, um, in, you know, Illinois, offsets. we can't uh, offset. Right. It offsets the numbers. So it can either lower your child support amount or can eliminate it completely only for a duration of time, depending on if you're rehabilitated of permanent um, alimony. Um, so there's some financial strategies behind why some requesting ask. it. Yeah. And okay. a lot of times we use it as a negotiation tool. Correct. You know that you can ask for it. Do you really want it? No, yeah. but ask for everything in Absolutely. the beginning. Absolutely. So that they know you coming in swinging mm-hmm. and that'll possibly heighten the chances of settlement. Mm-hmm. Now that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Actually, we, we got another super chat in here. We just got one from event yours shout out to event yours of spirits again doubling up with the super chat she says i do believe if a woman helped hold him down during his come up phase the woman also needs to know that she needs to be ready for that come up life what does that mean yeah (laughs) i I had to read it twice to make sure i read it right meaning like he's He's going going to forget about her what is what are we or are we saying the follow-up just now she just sent the follow-up check that one out okay if he changes she needs to change. The problem is when the woman doesn't elevate when her husband elevates is where you get men leaving after they come up. Mm. Now, girl, you know good and I now she's holding, well she's holding the ladies accountable that, with that one. What Kanye say when you get when he get on Helio ass for a white, white girl? girl right? Another one. So <laughs> let's be clear. It's not always women that aren't elevating with their men. Mm. There are some men, um, is a very popular YouTube that calls them build bear men. There are some men <laughs> that w- are with you as you can build them up. And then once they reach a certain level, whether when it comes to status and financial ability and things like that, and they attract a different tier of women, they no longer want you. Mm-hmm. They can attract the kind of women they've wanted all along now because they've reached a level that they have access to those women. They didn't have access to them working at Lowe's, but they have access to them working as the CFO of Lowe's. Now, if you say this type of woman, I'm assuming it all comes down to physical attraction. 
most of the time and status and you know okay money and depending on what you care about right as a man some men value some men now value financial abilities of women right so some men i want a man a woman that make a million dollars well you know if you drive a truck you ain't about to find a woman that necessarily makes a million dollars right but if you're in a different social setting now because you have a career that allows you to be in that different social setting you're you're reaching different levels of women and traditionally that means you might also be attracting more attractive women right right, than what you're naturally used to so Mm. i think that that has more to do with it than a woman elevating with her man because normally Ooh, that's a scary it's, thing too, right? For a woman, I mean, you do you put in the work, you help this mm-hmm. man get where he need to be, and now he has so much money, he's got all these new women mm-hmm. that are interested in mm-hmm. him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then so speaking of that, Seems we actually scary. working, we actually working to get Tori Hart on the show. Uh, just side note, uh, relevant, <laughs> I relevant person. Why, I don't know why he said that. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying it's to put two and two together. It's true though. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It, look, I mean, it happens. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. And sometimes depending on where you're at in life, whatever it costs to, you know, switch it out or get what I want, them brothers willing to pay. And it's, yeah, that's true. Because the men, once they get the money, they like, yo, I don't care what I got to pay in a divorce settlement. It's over. And that's the biggest mm-hmm. risk in being a woman that's, you know, in that building phase. Mm-hmm. Or any, a woman, period. If you want to be in a relationship with somebody, like, you really risk your life. Like, you tie your life to that person's Especially decisions. if you're the dependent yeah. spouse. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. No, nah, that's real. That's very real. We got anything else to read or I want to actually yeah, get shout, to... shout out to SBU Live. Men deserve respect. SBU, I completely agree with that. Shout out to uh, Simply and Zynga for just showing love continuously. Another one. Dropping those memberships. And Another sh- one. And shout out to my man. I think this is just a question. It, uh, players are on our... Players are in demand. Hey, okay. <laughs> it's, okay to get, it's okay to get a man's money, but not a woman. No, I think so. I think he might have been talking about what I said. I just, me, I just can't imagine. Unless, you know, it's legal strategy. Mm-hmm. I just I just would mm-hmm. never have the intent to actually get a woman's money. Because I never have felt like a woman's money is my money. Mm-hmm. I just, I, and I just don't feel comfortable. That just kind of feels like scrubbery. But I think that speaks to the know. kind of man that you are, mm-hmm. right? Some men have certain ideologies and other men's. Have different mm. ideologies. I think that, like me as a divorce attorney, I don't care whose money is on the table. We are gonna put it all on the table. Check it out, y'all. So we actually got Keisha just came up in here, so we about to get some details to the situation. Oh, this is Keisha with the divorce. Yeah, okay. Keisha. Keisha, what the hell are you living? What's going on? Hey, hey, what's up? Um, okay, so we do not have any kids together. Give us some context to the situation. And just let you know, Keisha, we fully support you. We're going to take his ass down in court. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, is it like, so just for context, what's your age and location? Um, I'm 44. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. 44 in Cleveland. Okay. Tell us the details. Okay. um, Just some backstory. He's been married twice. This is my first marriage. Um, We've been married three years. um, And I filed divorce in December and I just got the um, email from the court system about our divorce hearing next month. So yeah, I'm just wondering like because I, I haven't seen what's that? She filed. You filed for divorce. I did. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Keisha, what was his counterclaim <laughs> to your divorce? Did he answer yeah. to the divorce at all? Did he ask for something specific? That I don't know yet because they haven't sent me the. Um, they were supposed to send me the email the other day, and I haven't okay. gotten it yet. So that's what I'm waiting for. You need to get that yeah. as soon as possible because whatever. What did you ask for in your divorce petition? Did you just kind of ask for general things like 
split the debt, split the assets, no children, everybody kind of go with what they came with? I didn't ask for anything because we didn't have anything together. We didn't have any kids, no properties, none of that. Okay. Um, so just basically, you know, you, you leave with what you came in with. Are you are you guys living together now? No. Are you living together? Okay. Does he work? He does. He does the uh, rise shares, and I'm uh, a registered nurse. Oh, damn. damn. Okay. So let me so let me ask this, Keisha, just in general. When you met this brother, how long y'all been married, by the way? Uh, it was three years. Mm-hmm. Y'all was married for three years, and that's not that long. Was okay. that was were you guys always? You know, was he? Because it sounds like he is he struggling to provide financially at this point. Yes. Has he always yeah. been struggling to provide provide when you guys first got married? I I found some things out after we got married, and it it kind of made me a little nervous. And just... hold on, Keisha, hold on before you keep going. I want us to be mindful of what we um ask her with her hearing coming up next month. Yeah, on this okay. on this platform. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, got, so let what, us what, know. You got to let us know. We, what, 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 like, for example, that was fine, but um, I don't want to dive too much into what she knew prior to or during the marriage or what she had knowledge of because we don't know what his claims are against her just yet. Yeah, for next month, God, hopefully, it. he okay. didn't file so, anything. So, just in general, yeah. it's a high likelihood though that he might be trying to come and get some, come and get a checkup out of you, just knowing who he is. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, is there yeah. an income? Disparity between the two of you, to your knowledge. Say that one more time. Is there an income disparity between the two of you? You're an RN, so I can imagine that you make a good living. Yes. Okay. Um, I, my advice to you would be tomorrow you need to call the clerk's office and or go to the clerk's office and try to get a copy of a responsive pleading if he filed one, and if he did not file one, then that's fine. Um. But you need to know if he has asked for any claims. Is there a reason that you didn't hire an attorney to help you in Ohio? Um, honestly, I well, I couldn't really afford one. Honestly, right now, um, I, with the um, the situation here with nursing, they cut our pay in half like the last month or so. So it it would be hard for me to do that right now. But I understand. Yeah. So get a copy of the responsive pleading if he filed one that would normally be called an answer and counterclaim or just an answer, depending on if he didn't claim anything and just find out what he would be asking the court for. If he didn't file a response to pleading, that's good for you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you kind of need to know that, especially with your hearing coming up next month. If he did file a response to pleading, then hit me up in my DM on Instagram. Okay. And we'll talk about it. Yeah, okay. that's, the, that's the breakup lawyer on IG, just so you know. And <laughs> right. I'll, I'll too, by the way, what ultimately, before I let you go, what ultimately made you say, you know what, this shit ain't working. It ain't worth fighting for anymore. I'm filing for divorce. What was that that breaking point that you had that made you go ahead and make that decision? Um, honestly, you know, it, it's been a, a combination of things since the second anniversary to the third anniversary. Um, I didn't feel like he wanted to work for, to make things better. You know, I was trying to get us to go to counseling. He didn't want to do that. It was just a lot of back and forth games with the counseling and you know I, I wrote I used to write in journals all the time and um I found a journal that I had wrote in like three years ago and a lot of the stuff that we were arguing about then we're still we're still arguing about it now mm-hmm. and I felt like you know if we're still arguing about this stuff and we're five years into being in a relationship um who's to say that anything is going to change and I don't want to have, I don't want to waste another 
you know, three to five years waiting right. for change, you know. So I was just like, you know, what? I'm just I'm gonna have to cut my losses here with this because at this point, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels and we're not getting anywhere. Right. So, and here's yeah. the thing. You've always got to make the decision that's best for you. Right. And your right. Um, don't necessarily listen to what other people tell you to do, because sometimes people will tell you, girl, you need to get a divorce or girl, you need to leave him or girl, you need to da, 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 da. But it's really nobody else's decision but yours. And only exactly. you when you're ready to make that move. Right. Exactly. So you, you feel is best for you. And what I like to always tell people is, some divorce is not always the end of the road. You know how many people I've seen get divorced and then get remarried, yeah. remarried yeah. right? I've heard of that. Unfortunately, sometimes it's a wake-up call, right, for mm -hmm. your spouse. They're like, dang, I didn't think this girl was ever going to leave me. Mm -hmm. And then you leave, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I've lost the best thing I ever had. Yeah. Let me now try to work on yeah. it. And if you ever decided to go back to that relationship later on down the line, if things change, then that's your decision too. So yeah. you right. do best for you always. And, and, right. and I want to ask this too, because do you still want to get married after this divorce? You know, I go back and forth about that all the time. And one minute I'm like, yeah, maybe, you know, some years down the line. But then I'm like, I don't know. Because, you know, so I'm just back. I'm on the fence with that. So, I mean, I still believe in love. But as far as marriage, I'm, I'm really on the fence with it right now. Understood. And I hear a lot of people that's going through the process say just that. Right. What's the number one thing? that you've learned that you're going to take going into your next relationship to prevent being in the same spot you in now? Um, I learned to just slow down, ask questions, ask follow-up questions, um, and just go with my gut. If if someone, um, you know, tiptoes around answering a question or try to sidestep a question, don't ignore the red flags. Cut, you know, cut ties in and move forward. See, that's why we be t that's why we made this damn deck right, right, right after right it after pre-marriage counseling. Back to the questions. You gotta play that Harley in love. Right, right. pre-marriage counseling. Just, just, just to be sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But look, thank you so much for coming up here and Keisha. chopping up with us, Keisha. Okay. I Good got, luck, Keisha. I got, yeah. I got somebody else to bring up here one more time. Hold yeah, on one well, second. Well, I wanna I wanna ask this real quick Let's because um, you know, Keisha, like you said, she's it's <clears> an income disparity <throat> and she's resident or she's making some money. I know for men, that's always on the table. Like we always are considering how much money am I bringing versus the my potential spouse. Mm -hmm. Do you find that women are considerate? Like these women who are the breadwinners, are they really considering the financial aspect before they get into it? Yeah, Absolutely. before they get into the marriage. The, the marriage. The, the marriage. Um, because men think about no. it before we even get into the marriage. No, yeah, I hate no. that. They don't. They don't. They're stupid. Really? They don't. Yeah. So they just like, hey, even though I, I make yeah. twice to three times as much as this guy, mm -hmm. it's it's love for them. And then there's the companionship surprise. and yeah. all the other things, right? Yeah, but they they do get surprised. And there's sometimes where, um, and I think Brittany brought it up earlier in just not being complacent with. Um, not if you fall down or, you know, in terms of your income, some women will be like, this is not it. And they'll keep, you know, wanting you to, you know, get to a certain level and you just don't get there. And in certain, in certain situations, when you continue on with the marriage without fouling, you do come complacent with them being at that level and you being the breadwinner. Um, so sometimes not taking action when you don't agree with certain things in your marriage can be at fault mm -hmm. when you get a divorce because it's as if you agreed to it Correct. because you continue on with it as the status quo of your marriage for a, for a while but i don't think all the time women women look at the financial 
as he, not no. as breadwinners not until it's time for them to get a divorce and they're like but he's a man mm-hmm. i gotta pay him mm-hmm. i'm like girl yeah the law don't have no gender attached to it okay. that says or, he can't or get it's out my or it's my house and then i was like did you pay for it during the marriage then it's your house then it's your whole house it's right. not yeah it doesn't if matter you purchase it during the marriage oh and, and a lot gosh. of times they're like what's well, only my my only my name is on them okay that's it doesn't cute matter. um right. you still have to split it yeah i cannot imagine mm-hmm. that but I, but I see, you know, they giving the, the man opportunity because I mean, and that's the thing. We have a lot of the coaches, a lot of the coaches, you know, we speak to them. They talk about giving these men who make a little bit less money opportunity. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do that as a woman, it sounds like you really need to be. responsibility. Yeah. Comes with, right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And hey, listen, yeah, Flora, you was backstage. I want you to come back up. I want to hear what you had to say. But we got a couple super chats. I want you to read real quick, Ryan. Yeah, shout out to Shati, man. Seems like Shati and Simply and Zinga just battle it out with these gifted memberships. So shout out to Shati for coming not through. Shout out to KN. She says, only like 10% of divorces result in alimony. Most divorces get squat diddly. Most men have nothing to worry about. Ladies, is I don't that true? Know where where that comes where from? That, so any statistics that you're going to use for a divorce should come from the CDC website. The CDC? Okay? Yes, the CDC okay. has all of the divorce statistics for current years. I think it, did it just get updated? Wait, so a lot of alimony. Where do you think that one came from? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> K, let us know. 10%. Probably a gossip blog or something. I don't know. K, let us wow. know. So so alimony is getting, is getting shoveled out. Yes. Wow. Okay. A okay. lot of my rehabilitative. Cases most mm-hmm. of the time, permanent alimony. Not so much yeah. in Georgia. You have to have a really long term marriage, mm-hmm. and there's usually some sort of medical um, issue Reasons, that's going to right. keep the mm-hmm. spouse. Like I had uh, the last permanent alimony case I had. It was permanent alimony. Yes. yes. It, it was horrible. a twenty plus year yes. marriage. That's the the husband is. was the app. Like when I say a breadwinner, multi million dollars a year, right? And mom, wife mom slash wife obviously um had cancer and he was like cheating on her while she had was in chemo and it was a whole thing right so she ended up getting a condo that he had to continue to pay for and permanent alimony and like a vehicle and a whole host of other things how many kids they had um the kid the children were adults because it was like 27 year Mm -hmm. marriage right how many they had I don't remember. Okay. Because um, they were adults. It didn't really matter in that yeah. case. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to KK says relationships come down to energy, married or not. If you bring loving, supporting energy and whole space for your partners, growth, you will grow. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we, we got we got one more. I'm going to take real quick. Hello. Clearly, these women have brains and beauty. Shout out to T. Woodley. He says, but I'm curious if they feel like their line of work has tainted their view on marriage mm. and relationships. <laughs> no. If yes, have they done any therapy <laughs> to address it? Wow. Your attorney should be in therapy. Come on. Yeah. Right. First of all, they I imagine that. I think that's like automatic therapy. In right. Because they're dealing with all y'all shit. That's why. Yeah. Facts. So it has, has it, it tainted your view? It, it hasn't tainted. It's helped my view. Um, it's helped me to ask more questions. It's helped me to kind of dive in into listening more and watching more in terms of in when I'm when I'm dating. Um, so like you can, you know, don't ignore what a man says, right? And think that you can convince them otherwise or anything else. If they tell you something and how they feel, they mean it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we try as women try to convince otherwise or we um, analyze actions and maybe not listen to the words. So I mean it's if anything has helped me and it's helped me to um, focus on building a foundation of friendship, of respect, of, you know, understanding first before I ever would go, you know, back into that. I've been married before, but before mm. I ever go back into this, a situation like that. 
Got it. I want to hear Brittany. You always want to hear my answer. <laughs> You're damn right. Um, no, it hasn't. I think it. I think for me, one, I have been in therapy. I think it's absolutely wonderful, and that mm-hmm. every person on earth needs to go. <laughs> Man, yeah. woman, child. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the reason I'm very particular, Tyshawn, about relationships, especially relationships that I enter into, is because. I understand what the other side of that looks like through what I do mm-hmm. and just my own experiences, right? And being in uh, unhealthy, quote unquote, toxic relationships yeah. previously. And I think that I, I always say before I take that walk down the aisle, I know what I don't want to happen in a marriage. And marriage is a risk. I want mm-hmm. everybody to understand that. Like you can be with someone for a very long time and wake up and and they're a completely yeah. different person. And you have to be strong enough and willing to say, okay, this isn't what I thought it was. I know I've invested a lot of time and it might be time for me to utilize my boundaries and walk away. And I think that for me on my end, I understand that level of commitment and that when I do it, I'm not just doing it for fun and I'm not doing it so that I can stand in front of the same judges I practice in front of one day and be embarrassed (laughs) with all my dirty laundry out there. So um, it hasn't tainted it. It's just made me very careful and motivated to make sure that I make the right decisions in dating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotta make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Shout out to Dunny 5000. Dunny says, they are doing a great job of keeping me from ever getting married. Marriage just looks like a real liability with no advantages. That's mm. not true. Yeah. We're wow. just talking about the end of marriage. We're not talking about all the beautiful things that happen yeah. during it and the, the walk to being married and mm-hmm. being in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, perspective, Donnie. Perspective. No, absolutely. So because we over here giving the, uh, the ladies game, let's talk about this because this is where it gets a little dark, mm-hmm. but I want y'all to get dark with me mm-hmm. because if there was a woman, breadwinner in particular, well, you know what? Let, let, me, let me keep it open. Let me keep it open. Just a woman in general that wanted to have the most favorable outcome in the courts. Mm-hmm. Essentially, she want to win. <laughs> All right. I, look, everybody loses in divorce. Mm-hmm. But it's war. I mean, that's that's really what it is. It can be. It's you versus you. That's even how the paper look, ain't it? Like versus. It's like, <laughs> like it's you battling up against you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if someone wants to get the most favorable outcome, mm-hmm. what should she do to prepare herself? Because you say ladies be doing that too anyway. They typically got the exit strategies. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. What should that look like for her to make sure she gets the most favorable outcome? And if you got to throw some situations around to, to give some context, that's fine too. But I want to know. Let's start with you, Brittany. You love to start with me. <laughs> I do love to start with you. Because you look like you didn't want to start. Like I, I didn't want to, want to start. You're picking on her. You're picking on her. loves to pick on me, child. Um, it depends on circumstance, Tyshawn. But one, being married in and of itself is a great strategy to begin with. Making sure that most things are done during the marriage mm-hmm. rather than prior to the marriage, mm-hmm. because there is such a thing as marital property versus separate property, right? Um, understanding mm-hmm. where the money is going. A lot of women don't know where money is. They don't know that money exists. They don't have access to the accounts. They don't know how much the mortgage is. They don't know how much equity is in the house. They don't know how much is in the savings account. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy for a man to say, I don't have no 401k, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 
Because she doesn't look at the pay stubs that he brings in. She doesn't ask questions about the finances. She mm-hmm. knows nothing, right? Um, so when you have women that don't have knowledge, it's very hard for me as an attorney to go looking for something that I don't necessarily know exists, Thanks. right? Mm-hmm. So equipping yourself with knowledge altogether gives you a leg up, and that's a good strategy, mm-hmm. right? Um, this sounds so no. wrong. Say it. Once you get to the point where you're thinking about divorcing, I give (laughs) certain (laughs) pieces of advice about children. Mm -hmm. So if you know that as the mom, you are going to request primary physical custody, I suggest you not leave that child at home with dad for a week at a time. Mm. That's not smart. So if you want primary physical custody, Mm -hmm. You need to make sure you're spending the most time with, with the, the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope y'all getting this. Yeah. And I even add on to that, depending on, because um, most of the time the courts want to keep the children stable mm-hmm. um, in whatever school district they're in. So if you can't afford to keep the home and what that looks like is having the income and having the credit to change things in your name. If you can't afford them, you need to be look, staying in the house as long as possible, mm-hmm. but looking for um, an apartment in the in the area so that your children, or wherever you can live mm-hmm. in the area, so that your children don't have to change school districts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because if there is a change, sometimes that's not, most of the time, that's not favorable um, in that situation. Correct. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that's some game on child custody. Mm-hmm. And also just some overall game you gave on just understanding what's going on in the finance department of the family. Correct. If you think that he's hiding money, you need to start opening up. Open that mail. Open the mail. Thank you. I was just going to say Open Open that mail. mail. Look at the mail. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What is wrong? Oh, where the camera? What is wrong with (laughs) y'all? Open the mail. Look through the statements. Look at the credit cards. Look where he's been spending his money at. Mm -hmm. Look at the mail most of the time the answers are in the mail if you see a brand new bank account that you've never seen before honey he's hiding money Mm -hmm. wow i could not imagine having somebody in my house that i'm at war with like that that's just crazy it happens yeah it happens bro it it absolutely goes down that way just so let me let me let me ask you this though because we're on a roll right now Mm -hmm. breadwinner Mm -hmm. she's the breadwinner Mm -hmm. now what does she do to protect herself the opposite of everything Right, 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 right. Um, I mean, if she's the breadwinner, go ahead, Sahara. I hate being a bad guy because then people get in my DM and be like, "Oh, she them kind of lawyer. She's a snake. I don't no, want to hear I that." Mean, no, 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 uh-uh. no, no. I mean, we 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 don't promote divorce, but I mean, mm-hmm. it happens. So we want to be protected and we want to uh, win. This is just a part of the game. Yeah. So if she's the breadwinner and facts are all, facts are always different, but if she's the breadwinner and in some way can control her income. Um, <laughs> I would recommend controlling it strategically so it, you know, there's a decline. Mm-hmm. Um, bonus structures, yeah, don't, yeah, bonus and incentives or overtime. You mm-hmm. can't. Oh, you're devoted to your children more now. We're not gonna do overtime. Can't do overtime. Can't actually. do it. I'm, I'm, extracurriculars are all up, and we're going to everything, right? Wow. Um, if Especially you are aggressively putting into your 401k mm-hmm. slow that Stop down that. yeah slow it down a little bit yeah wow. um to a certain <laughs> degree yep 
Um, so it's and you got to do it. You got to do it strategically. Yeah, you, gotta, you can't do it right before you file yeah. because then the judge is going to know you did it with the intention mm-hmm. of filing for divorce. Absolutely. But if you already know that maybe a year before, uh, this might not work mm-hmm. out. You need to start preparing yourself. A year as, before. Oh yeah, people, they said most people start planning they three plan. years before. Yeah, right. They plan. That sounds right. I'm disgusted by that. Yeah. That sounds right. Know. That's the same. People know. Yeah. So if you know, then you need to start planning that because yeah. a, a year or two of less money being put into my 401k might just be lifestyle change. Not necessarily. I don't want him to get it in a divorce. And also start doing your finances differently. Mm-hmm. So if you have always been the breadwinner and same paying a higher percentage of the expenses than him, then have a different conversation. Say, hey, Correct. I can't do it no more. That's two fifty fifty. Or can you take over? A little bit correct now. I have and, a case that's, that, that that's way. about to happen where the wife actually asked, could she start taking over the mortgage? And I was like, hell no, don't you <laughs> let her take that mortgage yeah. over. Mm-mm. Son, you've been paying mm. that mortgage for the past five years. You better keep paying it. Wow. So she's trying to get in. Yeah, because technically the house was purchased before the marriage, mm-hmm. but there's a way to turn separate property mm-hmm. into, into marital, marital property. property. Mm-hmm. And the way that he is turning that separate property into marital property is by him paying those mortgage payments directly. And he's been doing that for the past five years. Well, they're on the out and out. And now wifey has said for the past three months, she wants to pay it solely by herself. No, 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 no. Because she want to get, she want to win the house and the divorce. Correct. She's trying to bar him from getting equity out of the house. Mm -hmm. Insane. Y'all listen mm-hmm. and listen. It's some it's some brothers in here. I see in the chat they're a little tight. Free but game. I, but I'm gonna it's be honest with you. Just game. so y'all know, <laughs> this is first of all, these are the conversations that's being had with the attorneys anyway. Mm. And if you're smart, you understand that the same game for them is the same game for you. And it is. It is. It is no different, no especially mm-hmm. when you start talking about the game with the breadwinners. That's pretty much the. That's not gender specific. That's not the same all. thing that even a man mm-hmm. in that situation should also do, if Again, he wants to have a favorable outcome. Is that correct? Yeah. But those women, those women who are the breadwinners, what is their reasoning for divorce? Um, because they're tired. Usually, they're tired of of carrying the load. Um, and they've been waiting for whatever the dream was to happen, and it's not happening. It's not actually, you know. Or it's like you're not doing this, or I'm 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 at a at a different level financially from you. So, but then you're not helping in other areas. So what do I, where's the benefit? Um, so so these women, these breadwinning women that's taking Mm -hmm. on these husbands, is it like when they are going into the marriage, are they actually thinking that the roles would at some point switch? Is this an actual goal of theirs? Or equalized. Right. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I guess my confusion is if you're doing all the things to be the breadwinner, Mm -hmm. And that's your role. So I would assume that you're not occupying the supportive role. So how can you expect this man to eventually come and become a breadwinner if he's really not receiving that type of assistance from you? I mean, it it, it really depends on what they do. So there are some careers that maybe they don't have. It, it requires a lot of time for them not to be able to be home, cook, clean, handle the children and all those. But there are some careers that can, you know, allow them to free up their money. They just make you know, whatever their business adventure is, it's residual income that's coming in in some areas that frees up their time to be able to be home and to be able to do all the X, Y, and Z, which in some, I mean, just kind of spade to spade, spade. Like right. if, if a woman is saying, I can do this and I can do all these things and what, what is the necessity of you? 
And the right. reality of it is a lot of marriages where women are breadwinners, there are still gender roles. Mm-hmm. We talk, That's the whole reason that women got a problem with 50-50 because it's never really 50-50. Right. It's usually 50-50 income, but I still got to cook, clean, mm-hmm. suck. Uh, and everything else you know what I mean and do the laundry and take care of the kids and while my man and I go half on the bills and he sits up and watch Sunday night football Mm -hmm. so so if a woman is going to have this attitude she has this this mindset of hey if I can do it you should be able to do it too and I already make two to three times more than you why would I mean would you advise that a man even marry a woman that is making more money than him is that even a good is that even a good strategy I think most men would you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so some men does it depend on the disparity? Yeah, right. Like I would not. Okay, okay. Tashawn, would I marry a woman that makes more money than me? Yes, sir. I can't see really. I can't see. Man. Shout, I mean, shout out to a woman that's really. <laughs> I ain't grinding harder than yeah. me right now. Yeah, because because honestly, is, no, because you can't it, see that happening, huh? For, for her to make more money than me, she got to be working as hard as I'm working or harder, and that shit just sounds like a neglectful ass relationship. Mm-hmm. But whoever so whoever makes the goal happening. makes the golden rules. That's just how it. it that's just how it works. Yeah. So that's the thing. And look, I don't care how much money I'm making. I want to make the rules. So if a why wom- do you want to make the rules? That's just what I'm. That's what I trust. That's what I'm comfortable with. Mm. That's just what I know. That's how I've been raised. You know. Okay. So that, that's my that's my thing. Now so, I, I think I think if a dude is like that dude, a woman could be making that bag. And he's still leading and making all the decisions in the house. You I, think I, a woman, even if she's yeah, making more than him? Absolutely. How? One hundred percent. I know of a situation like that, so I okay. know I know it can happen with a woman. Now, yes, and he's that dude. He's that dude. Okay. And you gotta you gotta show and me. When I say you gotta show me, Cause, yeah, because these women is not coming asking for these divorces because they married a bunch of guys. It's just that dude. No, no, I about, agree with you though. Yeah. And the thing about it is that it just seems like a very odd and rare circumstance where a guy is able to function and his woman is putting in all this work and getting this bread it's uncanny i just don't even see that it's uncanny i i I would agree typically when you see those relationships it might be because you know again he's like really dream chasing and you know his what he's shooting for is really big where he plans on on swinging it very quickly if he gets it or it could just be a dude that's extremely complacent very modest, probably on the more, for lack of better words, beta end of the spectrum. And actually, he's a good balance for his woman because she is an A-type woman. And that's the well, kind see, of man she needs in her And I think that's facade. I, I think that's just not true. I think that that's what's communicated to us. Like, hey, women mm-hmm. are looking for these kind of guys. It's kind of going to support them. But I just don't think that's going to sustain for a long term of I relationship. Agree. I agree. I mean, okay. So, I mean, y'all, I agree. these are divorce attorneys. They're going to let us know what the situation is. Yeah, I'm agreeing as a woman. Yeah. I think that a woman, if she's already, you know, in a certain trajectory, she's already established financially, she's living a certain lifestyle. Exactly. And if anything in, in, in joining a union has to diminish that lifestyle, it's not going to be appetizing. Or not even diminish it. I think it's like you can't add to it. Yeah, correct. Right. Or we, or even some women, some women, because they do understand this marriageable pool that we have or lack thereof will kind of say, if you can at least maintain it. Right. If you can, meaning if I can still take the same amount of trips that I want to take, I can still do the things I want to do. And there's no question about the finances and everything at home is taken care of. And we're not, Oh, wait a minute. I don't know if we can do that. 
then okay. But if I in some way now have to penny pinch and do things like that or be concerned that you cannot go with me as a companion for the things I wanted to do, then that may be concerning. Like I that think would, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not blaming women for going out and get the bag. That's what right. you want to do. That's what you want to do. But I think it's fair for a woman to kind of have that mindset. Like, look, she's going to be waiting for you to perform in this certain way mm-hmm. to either mm-hmm. help me maintain or increase the level mm-hmm. of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And there's already enough pressure with being a man in general. So, I mean, to I already have this pressure in my head that I want to continuously get better and better and better. But <laughs> now you're telling me I got a clock that's winding down for this woman. If I don't hurry up and get it, she's going to be at my throat about it. It mm-hmm. just doesn't seem like a very good deal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's plenty of women out there or plenty of fish like we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I want to pick one that's okay with you know, living the lifestyle that I at that current time and in the future can maintain. Yeah, I so agree. I just think that, that's reasonable. I think that's wise. I couldn't get married without a man being able, like, I always said, I can't get married if our income is dependent on me going to work. Right. Because mm. there's going to be, yeah. one. I work very hard. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, I'm going to want to take a break. And if I can't take a break because the lights will be off with our combined income, mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. But I I think that's wisdom in in and of itself that when when people are talking about marriage, you should be living on one person's income. Right. Yes. And women don't want it to be. Well, me, I'm going to speak for me. I don't want it to be mine. Right. I do want it to be where if we down the line decide I I can take a break, whatever, we can still sustain on yours. Right. And so a lot of times women do think that way. But I think even for whatever the case may be, I think it's wisdom to to just live off one person's income because you it's not everybody. You never know what's gonna happen. And it's the same way with a man. Yeah. Right. I have the skill set and the experience and being able to maintain a household so that if something ever happened to my husband, hopefully we have things yeah. in place that would allow yeah. for mm-hmm. me to be able to maintain our lifestyle. Right. Right. I feel like if, if that's just too much pressure, if yeah. both of us got to go like we have to go to work mm-hmm. or we don't mm-hmm. eat. That's a problem for me. Or even allowing us to do some of the softer side of the attorney work. Correct. Right. Like yeah. we're not in the courtroom all the time. We're not doing that all the time, right. but we can. So maybe some transactional things. Right. I think that's reasonable. Unless it's an odd situation. You, Ryan Coogler, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to get your scripts off or, you know, <laughs> you, you, you know, Jeff Bezos or something. I get it. You broke. You trying to get the thing popping. But yeah. if it ain't that, it's just like, yo, you might just want to look in the other direction. Because I think that woman is just going to have a, a higher standard that you can yeah. afford at that time. Right. But That's a fact. So, listen, I'm going to give out a uh, or shout out a couple super chats. Shout out to Dr. Nisha. Or Nisha, you got to let us know, doctor. It's not just increased lifestyle, it's increased help in domestic duties. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Couture Leotard says, What I need to read add- the, actually read the uh, I think it was another one she sent first. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, let me read see the that. one she sent first and then go into that one. To Couture, too. Uh huh, Couture. Got it. Shout out to Couture. She says, Should I file uncontested with children and a home? No, he cheated, stopped paying bills, <laughs> left Don't the state. Rest. And after a year and a half, finally got a job, still paid more than me. I paid all the bills for that year. Why? What? Insane. What did you do that? What's the next? What's the next? Then it's, a, then it's a part two. Now, the part two is what I need to ask for spousal support so I can keep the home. I can't afford a mortgage or rent on my own. How do I keep the home and have him pay half or all of it? 
23 years of marriage. Damn. Yes. Yeah, so this is a woman not, who gave her life to marriage. That's, yeah. not, uncontested. that's not uncontested. So a lot of times people think uncontested means we both agree on the divorce. Uncontested means we have agreed on every, every single, single aspect. Thing. Child support to who gets what, to how much you're going to pay, to when you're going to vacate the house, if you're still living in it, right? So if there's one thing that you're disputing, it's uncontested. So this would be uncontested. I mean, contested. I mean, contested, right? right. I'm sorry. If, if there's one thing you are disputing, it's contested. So this would be contested, um, especially if you're asking for certain things that he probably... And my question is, what have you been doing for the year if you need it, if you need the support now? And you said you can't afford the rent or the mortgage. Right. How were you able to afford it over this past year? And that's the part where you waited too long yeah. to file because... You've obviously proven that you have the earning capacity to be able to pay the rent and the mortgage for at least mm -hmm. a year. So that's going to go against you and that argument in court yeah. that you can't maintain the house. Now, wow. she may not be able to refinance the home into her name if she doesn't meet the income Correct. requirements Correct. or the credit requirements. But you have some sort of earning capacity if you lived on that year for your own. Now, that doesn't mean it sounds like a, desert, a desertion or abandonment case yeah. as well. Yeah. I don't know what state she's in, but. You might have a case in some areas, but you need to talk to an attorney, but you don't have a cont uh, uncontested divorce. It's definitely contested. Definitely. Insane. Wow. Shout out to only one Kenny. She says in, in New York City, inherited property is not marriage property. Correct. However, can it be included in assets and wealth distribution in a divorce during discovery? Yes, you um that's anywhere. Any property that's inherited is not uh marital, it's separate. Um, but you do have to list any inheritances mm -hmm. um, during discovery mm -hmm. so that they know that and are aware of them. And um, but it, it won't be distributed. It will not be distributed. But in some in certain states, though, if there is an equitable division state, Illinois is equitable divisions, not equal. We are. So, as well. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. And we so we look at in terms of non-marital um it's a, like we create a marital balance sheet in a sense. And so we look at what you have as non-marital and what does the marriage have? So let's say you come to the marriage and things are $500,000 of whatever property and the marriage only has 200,000. Right. That may mean you get less of the marital because you, you already, already have, have self-sufficient right. to, to work. So in a sense, it's going to be listed. You will get it, but it may factor how much you get in terms of the marital assets. Right. Wow. Wow. Shout out to KN. KN says, women work hard in every area. Generally, we make a lot of money. When we make a lot of money, we're still overgiving in relationships. So let me ask y'all this, because there's mm -hmm. some people, you know, in the chat that's a little upset with me about the, the money thing we're <laughs> talking about, that. right? <laughs> you know, just in general, because this, in this, I understand it, okay? Mm -hmm. Because women, of course, they want to be out and having levels of success, which, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of us do. It makes sense, Okay. But they might hear something like what I said. Well, hey, you know, I wouldn't date a woman that makes more money than me. Mm -hmm. And that might be a little discouraging for a woman who prioritizes career or just a woman who, got whatever reason, have just yeah. got the bag, you mm -hmm. know? So what would you what would you say to, to that woman? Because my thing is, that's, that's just me, right? But what do you think? I mean, should that be discouraging for a woman if just men are like, hey, I wouldn't want to date you if you made more money than me? No, mm -hmm. I think it speaks to the kind of man that he is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the kind of man you should want. Right. Right. I think that we have to be realistic as women. Wanting something right now doesn't mean it's maintainable or sustainable 10 years down the line. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're willing and this is just me speaking on my own preference. Right. I can't talk about other people in their relationships and preferences, but. 
I know myself, if I'm dating a man that is willing to watch me make more money than him comfortably, I'm going to be sick of his ass in the next two years, <laughs> right. Right? right? I'm going to be highly annoyed with him. So do I stay in this relationship temporarily to to fulfill whatever desire I have right now? Maybe I'm lonely. Maybe I, you know, need mm-hmm. to scratch an itch. Maybe I need to, you know, do something with my time. Whereas, you know, and put myself through, I guess what you would call turmoil or wasting time finding Mm -hmm. the right partner, knowing that if this man would watch me make more money than him comfortably and happily, he's not the man for me. If I know that, then why would I want that? I think just, you know, it can be taken as an insult or you can kind of be taken as a shot against all the things that some of these women might've worked hard mm-hmm. to uh, accumulate. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think, I, I don't think it's an insult to women at all. If a man mm-hmm. just makes that decision, I think it's just, you know, this is just how this man wants to mm-hmm. operate. And there's, you know, it and there's doesn't, nothing wrong not, with yeah. that. Yeah, and I think to what's your point of what you said earlier, sometimes it comes with a lot of things that you just can't deal with. Again, if you can't make the rules, right. And right. that's because that's what something that, you need you need to have in your relationship or you know you feel like you know your masculinity is tied to also your income and what that brings in and, and you know so to speak then yeah that may not be it, it for you sometimes we are also dealing with some relationships that are not always traditional mm. they're non-traditional so it sometimes it's like if you're making you know less than a woman she's making more but you're not expecting her to do all of the domestic Things that um, you know sometimes in here traditional relationships have, then maybe there's a compromise there. No, it's not. Because, Divorce oh, in the way. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, you you think so? We talked about this already. Absolutely. That's <laughs> well, when we but start, y'all that's are what, very traditional men. No, yeah. but, well, I mean, but I mean the word, but generally, the house husband has still not been a very proven model yet at all. Actually, so there's so there's, <laughs> there's no there's no evidence. That that model even has long term sustainability. Yeah, I don't scale. It's promoted. Like, I don't it, like the brother. It, the, the brother at home not making no money. You know, taking care of the kid, getting ready for school. Yeah. She out going to get the bag. Out hustling, mm-hmm. coming back. He, you know, he has the dinner ready mm-hmm. for her. I don't know. If, I don't know if a lot of women will take that. They, I, they I, don't, take that I don't. I'm. I'm not speaking in terms of maybe my even my desires, but I'm just saying now we are in the era where there's a. Not a lot of people that subscribe to traditional roles. You hear a lot of people, feminist movement. I'm not with that. You know, some of those things. And sometimes that's what that looks like. In another vein, too, when we talk about marriage being a business, um, you know, we're entrepreneurs, right? So that comes with some some type, some lack of securities and benefits that maybe some jobs would have, right? Right. So if I'm looking at a business and I'm dating someone or potentially going to marry someone who has a job that's making good income that comes with benefits, I'm looking at, okay, now I can get underneath some of your benefits as well Mm -hmm. in terms of business. So it's not just always numbers wise, because you probably know taxes look a little different (laughs) on this end too. And we might need to attach ourselves to somebody with a W2. Immediately. You know, for some of those. Call me. <laughs> yeah, listen. I'm I'm in agreement with you. I'm in agreement with you. I just want to um I just want to make sure that the the ladies understand that like mm-hmm. just because a man mm-hmm. is not interested in that particular yeah. situation, it's not, that, a that, yeah, it's not a shot at at you know, all. Yeah. At all. Still keep doing your, doing what you do. Girl. Absolutely. And you have to make a lot of money, yeah. a lot of money. If you, you really, if you to be out of my range, you gotta make a lot of money. Because even even when I, if I That's think, like, it's like no, 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 I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm just saying even though. even even mentally, even mentally, like it's. It has to be a really high number for me to even think that What's I wouldn't line? even. It would have to be multi millions. Like you okay. have to be rich as shit. Like right now, 
Okay. Like you have to be rich right okay. now, rich, for me to even think that that's not a place that I'm gonna be able to get to. Okay. Well, or a place I'm not be able to get to in a certain you know mm-hmm. amount of time before it kind of runs out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, the money thing is just a very sensitive topic. So very sensitive. Topic. People need yeah. to become more comfortable talking about money. That's a big problem in yeah. relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will ask, how much money do you make? When, what is your when, credit? When, score? when do you ask that, Brittany? Um, in the dating phase. When you say dating phase, it's like first day, second day, third day. Probably like if I once I decide I like you, which I normally know if I'm gonna like you by third date. So you asking how much money he makes on the third date? Yeah, I'm thirty three. It's kind of wild. Wait, wait, is that I'm thirty three? Well, I do understand that age could you know maybe some yeah. things you just what don't want to try to figure out. Okay. What are we talking about? And is it is that? That also goes to why you're dating too, right? You're not what are your purpose? But that that is covered on date yeah. one and two, yeah, right? True, so. True. Are is, you, it, is that the specific question? How much money do you make? So what's your salary? Wow. Do you I'm not sorry. like the way you don't like that? You don't like that question? Wow. No, that's 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 pretty forward. I'm so gonna ask third, third date. Third date is pretty forward. Uh, why? So how? He, how so? He doesn't know you. He doesn't know me on the first and second either. He's answered all of those questions. So what's the problem? Yeah, I mean it's it's so it's an onion. Hold on. Right? Would he screw oh, me so on the third day? Would he screw me on the third day? Mm. He would absolutely screw. He screw you on the first day. I know he would. <laughs> so why can I ask how much money do you make? Well, again, there's nothing more intimate than sex. Now, yes, uh, not in our culture. Our culture has completely ripped all of the intimacy away from sex. Oh, well, that's mm. unfortunate. For so you. That sex is, is still very intimate to me. Well, that's look, good. Shout out to you, quality right? women. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, thank you. Thank We got one. <laughs> most men are going to value their financial privacy uh-huh. over slanging that wood. So, like, as far as what's going to be something more discreet that they're not going to feel comfortable giving you is definitely going to be their exact salary numbers. And it's just, there's a more appropriate way to figure that out. And you're, mm. you're a smart girl, Brittany. You I should actually, know that. I'm also forward. Mm. Yes. I know you and are. And they like it. It, it. But we also are different. <laughs> you might think they, <laughs> they like do. it. No, no, baby. They like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> they do. They like it. They like it. They like it a lot. Shout out to Monica. Brothers up here. I want to talk to one of these brothers. <laughs> Y'all been trying to figure that out for a long time. You better keep guessing, honey. <laughs> Shout out to Monica. Stanley says it's almost like women have to choose between a high-paying career or a man. I understand. Given yeah. the lack of loyalty these days, I think I would choose the career. I Come understand. on. I get Damn. it, Monica. I get Come it, on. Monica. Come on. I get it, Monica. Y'all feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, you but it's also kind of like you're saying only go and stop here and then find your man right don't go any further if you want a man because, because it's gonna hurt a man's ego it's gonna, oh, come on come on is it an ego thing it, is yes. it because why can't you why date a woman that makes woman more money than you and then she says you can make the rules i want to make the rules that's rooted and, in ego. and she says you can make the rules now listen and she put a zaddy on it too <laughs> And see, that's the problem. Slam. She she letting me make the rules instead of uh, me making the rules. Uh, it is ego, ego thing. It is ego. Ego. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's really not an ego thing. And so I don't even want to turn into that conversation. But it's it's definitely a lot more than that, though, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I think it's just if I'm not mistaken, Ryan, it's like the whole relationship dynamic. Yeah, it's everything mm-hmm. that goes kind of spin when you kind of move into that place. You know, I think later on. In a woman's life, she's very different. I think an older woman making a lot of money is a lot different from a younger woman making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think like a lot of the older women, in particular, like they uh, they've they've done trips, they've done this, they've done that, they've had a big house, they've had a nice car. All of that is old now, 
and now how they value a relationship is different. They don't give a damn about that. In mm-hmm. particular, when I'm talking about the man who's that dude and he got a good relationship, mm-hmm. it's that kind of situation. Oh, now, she's an older woman. Older woman. <clears throat> yes, she's See, you didn't say that. That she's changes things. It does change things a bit. But just in general, a younger young lady, you know, she's really getting to it. You know, early 30s, late 20s. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't sexy. You not having this bag together? Nah. I mean, she's out. She's exposed. Yeah. I mean, she sees other guys. It's kind of where you at, but they got the bag that she's looking at. Is it I mean, because you even, can't teach her anything at that point? You don't feel like you can no, show no, her? No, no, no. I, I mean, it's more, it's more things oh, to okay. teach teach a woman or just a person outside of, you know, what to do in her in, okay. her, in their career. Okay. So, no, it's not, it's not that. It's just... It's so many things. It's the mindset. You know what I mean? It's how she's spending the probably likely the majority of her time, okay. you know, is uh comes to decision making. I mean, this is the thing. If a, you just can't tell me that if a woman has found success on her own, okay, a certain amount of success, mm-hmm. that when it comes to decision making, she's just going to be willy-nilly ready to give it up to you. It is it, it's, it's it's gonna come with some probably some uh internal issues and challenges on her end in terms of developing that level of trust and things like that i just think on average if the woman does make you know less whatever reason or it's mm-hmm. even she'll probably be a little bit more open to that trusting having that trusting relationship mm-hmm. with you yeah I, I, but i don't think it's always um an uh, absolute no that she won't trust you i think you're gonna have to build because with trust comes up i respect you I respect how you move. I respect your decisions. I, I and I see the fruit of it. So if I'm not seeing the fruit of the things that you're saying and doing, yeah, I probably won't put my trust there. But if the things that you're saying and doing and it's backed with action and some of the, you can still build the trust of a relationship, even even with income disparity. But I mean, oh, it's a certain thing. I mean, we all have our threshold. So mm-hmm. to you, what I think and what I'm doing may not be big enough. But here's the okay. So if we if we go with Sashans in in terms of third date, don't ask me about my my money, right? right. Y'all have gone on several dates. Then no no discussion of money. You've built a rapport. You liking her. You doing all that. And then you find out on date twenty what she makes, which is more than you. Now you're saying, oh no, I can't do this. No, no. Like I said, it would really have to be a lot. I mean, mm. it, it would just have to be a lot. I mean, the thing but it is, could be possible though. So what would you do in that circumstance if it was that number? And you've done 20 dates and now you're like, oh, 20 dates. Out. And I'm dating a woman that's a millionaire. And it's a mm-hmm. big secret. This whole 20 days. And Correct. It's, yeah, I just can't even imagine. Because that. you didn't like, ask on date three, like I said. Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> so you, you, didn't peep, you didn't peep the G Wagon. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would know of a woman. She lives rich. a modest she lifestyle. Live a modest she lives a modest lifestyle. She lives, she lives a yeah, modest lifestyle. Yeah. My aunt is rolling in the dust. I mean, she's going to be mad, but she lives extremely modestly. You would never know. Well, you know, I'll be open to it. I'll be open to it if that was the case. I just don't, I just think that's just she can only take you to one of her. 10 houses and the t- one house was modest now see in in y'all are creating uh, i get right now the exception <laughs> that's what point. i'm saying that's the exception <laughs> she's just so she's like first of all if a woman's getting a bag at this point it's it's being it's, it's loud you think it's loud it's it's mostly loud like but isn't that loud. a fine this is, i've saw on the internet somewhere somebody said that a woman that's loud is a, a sign of financial uh, uh their liability or something yeah, like something that yeah like yeah that. the I more a woman has on designer the more flashy yeah. she is that's well, a red flag for me i don't even mean necessarily necessarily you know she's yeah. wearing prada and gucci all over the place uh-huh. but i can just generally look at your instagram and get a just gents your instagram is like a resume 
2024. Mm -hmm. So I can just generally get a, a taste of what kind of success that your know, level that she's at at that point in time, especially if she's at that level, because usually you're not off the grid if you're having that level of success mm, to, in today's time. But, but, but look, very, I, some I, again, of the wealthiest people that I know don't even have insulin. But see, but again, see this thing, it's, it's not even exception. about so much as wealth, because I don't think the average person, that's what they're dealing with. I'm date, I'm I make a hundred thousand, I'm dating a millionaire woman. I don't think that I think the average is probably like somebody, you know, woman who's making 200, 150,000, 250,000, and the dude is making 50, 60, 70,000. I think that's probably I would agree. The, the, you know, and for mm -hmm. me, you making 300,000, like, good, okay, great. Like, I'm not, there's no sweat. So, mm -hmm. that's what I, mean. I don't even think I would, it would even be that really possible for me to get into that situation just mm -hmm. for my mindset. But I think if I was making, if I only saw myself, if I'm working corporate or some kind of stringent, you know, trudgeness situation where the likelihood of me going from 50 to 150 is very unlikely, then yeah, I wouldn't date a woman that is making considerably more than that because mm -hmm. it's just not likely with how I'm doing things that I would get to that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm, you know, entrepreneur, you know, you you got these things going on, you build an audience, these, these types of things, well, the likelihood that you can go from having zero dollars in your bank account to millions is, is very likely. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If you do it the sure. right way. So right. it's like, it's just not the same to me. But I also want to add women in terms of why we may want the number, we also want someone that's fiscally responsible because I have had clients mm -hmm. who have a, the bag, but it's gone the Correct. next month because they're not they fiscally. They, they live above their means Correct. and all that. So if you could be making, um, I guess, a modest salary and living modestly and, and probably doing better than someone who is making a lot more money with a lot more expenses. That's a good point. So, I mean, we, it's, it, that's, we have to look at that too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. First of all, shout out to y'all ladies coming up on here and dropping game with us here tonight yeah, with here. the Harlem Initiated family. And we got a few more super chats. We want to close them out. Yeah, man. Close these super chats. So y'all better get this final last group of super chats in as we get these ladies back home on this Sunday night. So y'all go ahead and they get gotta get ready for work tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah, shout out to Mary Mary. She says, I got my cars this week. It's thick as a triple stack deck. However, I will be dividing them up into dating deck. And husband material day. <laughs> Not going into the sexual quest unless we're ready for wifey. Shout out to the absent ladies too. Shout out Big to Mary. Shout Mary. out to Mary. Yeah, the car deck is just, it's literally got everything you need. It's, it's very impossible thick. to run through them all. It's a very okay. thick deck, y'all. It's a hundred questions in here. So you ain't even about to make it through all of these joints. Shout out to Rock New says, is there a contractual way to enter a long-term slash permanent relationship where all the requirements are delineated? Did I pronounce mm -hmm. that correct? Uh, yeah, are they saying like a prenuptial agreement? What is he asking? Yeah, or like you, oh, I think maybe they're going back to the question where we were talking about, um, it's not really that much security in terms of being with someone having children and not getting married, but can yeah. you have that contract of whatever the roles or in, in the sense? Um, I'm confused. I'll let, yeah, I'll I don't let her answer. I don't, um, so I mean, you can have a contract. For anything, but there has to be consideration, and I right. don't know what the consideration would be unless you're for saying the relationship, relationship, which really is not consideration. But um, a lot of times, you it's just about how you move and knowing the law. So if you're talking about living with someone, um, and it's your house or whatever, you need to protect yourself. Putting someone's name on a house when you're not married um, looks very different. It's, you know, in terms of trying to even sever that and depending on if it's joint tenancy right. um, or uh, tenancy in common or, you know, so it's 
it's it gets very risky doing that. I think kind of just having things separately by living together and, you know, or, or doing those things could be a better situation. But I guess I really need a little bit more for that question because there was a yeah, get some context yeah. in it. Get some context in the chat. In the meantime, shout out to Dre. Dre says, "How much of the splitting of assets wouldn't be a factor if they didn't get a marriage license?" How much <laughs> of the splitting of assets wouldn't be a factor if they didn't get a marriage license? So meaning they, they're said, not married, so you don't have any marital assets. So okay, right? so let me give some context to this <laughs> because I'm familiar with Dre, and okay. he's already given us his controversial views. Okay. He's been divorced once. Okay. Does not want to be married again. Dating seriously. With a marriage contract. He wants, I'm sorry. What? So he doesn't want to get a marriage license. Mm -hmm. He wants to get a contract, not a license with the state. So he wants a unlicensed marriage. Well, didn't he have this question the last time I was up here and I had the exact same answer? Yes. So go ahead. (laughs) I ain't about to play with her today. (laughs) He wants a, I'm, I'm confused. He does not want the state to be involved. Let ma- that man know he's not married without a marriage license in the state being involved. Not even yeah. with a contract. That's not that you're not married. Wow. Okay. That's, that's a, so I mean, question? yeah, I don't. And I guess what are, I guess my, huh? So <laughs> I guess the piece of it is I'm wondering what are you looking to benefit? What are the benefits that you want from the marriage? Do you want to be able to, um, if something happens to you and, you know, an untimely death, be able to just have things go to this person? Like, what are you looking for? Yeah, the so benefits? From, from the conversation okay. I spoke personally, he wants to make sure that she can, you know, get a payout in the case of death. Mm-hmm. He wants to make sure that in divorce, you know, it's, there's no divorce. There's, there's, there's a level married. of allocation or in breakup yeah, so and a level of a breakup of the or end of the partnership. Right, because it's more of like a partnership agreement is what he wants to have with his wife versus a marriage license. That's not his wife. Yeah, he's not married. It's not your wife. But if you want to allow her to have an inheritance, put her in your trust, oh, no. put her in your will, go ahead put and her do your estate the beneficiary for your life insurance policy. Right. Um, do that. Okay, and right, then, then, then ain't rocking with your non-license, bro. Then this yeah. the last one. This is not even a super chat. I just pulled this one out of chat. Shout out to Miss Devon says, "I hope Ryan doesn't think that just because he makes more money." That automatically makes him a true leader of Ooh, a household. So, Mr. Vaughn, listen, I 100% agree with you. It does not make me the true leader or, or the leader of a household, but not making the most money definitely doesn't make me the leader of the household. Mm. That's my mindset about it. Okay. Mm. That's it. You hey, standing? Not, you standing on it? I, I, I got that's, to because because it's just two things. I don't want men to feel pressed that they should get into themselves into situations that they will. Uh, that won't benefit them in the wrong, like it will change on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's men that's out there like, oh, okay, you know, I love this woman and all these different things. And she makes more, she makes five times more money than me and it's all, it's going to be all good, but it's not going to be all good. And then on the opposite end, I don't want women to think that just because they make money, they are less valuable. You know what I mean? Or that they should be shunned because they make more money. Mm-hmm. I still want you, if that's what you want to do, go out and do that. But I, I do think that it's really bullshit that the you know, that is promoted this house husband thing, this your money can make. I just don't think that works at all. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are talking about something that absolutely doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Trust me. You're the house husband, brother. <laughs> what? Oof. Sorry about it. It's a mantra somewhere inside your wife. <laughs> it's a what? <laughs> a mantress. A mantress. Yeah. That's the, the men version of a mistress. I mean, we, I mean, we, you Hi, know. Is that, is Why would it? you say that? It's true. 
It's, I mean, and that's why I say this because we could be. Don't get me wrong. I, we, I, I, we, I asked the question in the chat, by the way. Okay. Every woman horrendously said absolutely not. They wouldn't sign up for that because okay. just the way women are just, sign up for what they would sign up for a house husband. They would, they would not. They wouldn't. Oh yeah. They absolutely like like it was like overwhelmingly. And ladies, right now, if you're the one lady that will that you want you a nice house husband, say I want a house husband in the chat right now. All right? <laughs> put you put it in the chat and you represent for Be your bold. house husband. Be bold. Because the reality of it is just the way we're still we we keep saying we're modern and yeah. a lot of us are not traditional, but what typically gets my ladies moist is most traditional aspects and you Amen. know right and mm-hmm. the traditional elements of a man. Is what gets women turned. What get women turned on? Mm-hmm. Not all this new shit. Mm-hmm. So we can say we're moving away from it, but Why let's not? be real with our let's be real right. with ourselves. Right. Let's just be very real. I mean, we and, have not gotten that far away from it. And if you're making a considerable amount of more money than your man, I mean, essentially you are turning him into the house husband because he's proven that he's not able to command and do this have the same level of performance that you have in the workplace. So it's like if she's making three hundred, you making fifty. It's like. Why are you working? <laughs> you should be damn doing something at the house. And then that ain't gonna work out. So that's my thing. Why it is. are you working? I mean, I mean, you're not check ain't doing nothing. It's that not, little thing. It's really doing, not though. That little job. You need, be, you need to be, you know, <laughs> you know we belittle on everything. It's your little job. It's your little cop. It's this. I'm not trying to diss you. <laughs> Fellas, keep working hard. Keep working hard. Keep working hard. Do the same. Oh my gosh, the chat is hilarious right now. But look, thank y'all so much. For coming up on here and spending this time here with us on this very special Sunday night and the last Sunday night, guys. As y'all know, we said at the top of the show, from now on, Monday and Wednesday nights, two days a week. That's all you're going to get from Harley Initiated, but less is more. Right. We're about to bring the hardest, most thoughtful episodes that are absolutely value-packed. So we're not taking it easy. Ironically, we're taking this conversation over tomorrow because we actually bringing a breadwinner on the platform uh-uh. tomorrow. Yes. yes. That conversation is going to be so enlightening. We've never had that conversation with somebody actually navigating it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get down to it. That's tomorrow at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. You got anything for the people, Ryan? I just want y'all to act. Don't act like y'all <laughs> don't be sending us these emails and letting <laughs> us know what's really going on. Because I don't oh want you to just be, I don't just be sharing these thoughts, pulling these thoughts out of my butt. I'm looking at y'all's emails and the things that y'all are upset about and having frustrations and challenges with. So don't get on here dogging me out in the chat because of what I'm saying. When your e, you're gonna send an email later talking mm. about y'all need to have an episode because I'm not happy with my beta man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, hey, don't worry. Hey, look, hey, Ryan, look, we, we got Ryan you. We got you running here all <laughs> night. I'm saying he's on it. You find some love because shout out to Kit Kat. Kit Kat in here said, "Ryan, I'll be your wife." Oh, you make come sense. on, Kit Kat. Oh, and look at the picture. And look at the look photo. Look at the picture, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> She's ready. Yes, <laughs> Kit Kat is come ready. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> Give me a break. Break me off the Hey, what you gonna do, Ryan? You gotta change that profile. Picture. <laughs> oh, you gotta change that real quick. Kick that, that's just for me. Hey, that, that ain't that ain't really looking like wifey on that damn bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, hey, look, listen. Thank rolling. you guys so much for tuning into another episode of Hardly Initiated. We are.